Welcome back to the All-American Savage Show podcast. I'm your host, John Burke. Uh, dude, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm tired. I'm really tired. It's been an insane weekend. Just the, the back and forth of this pact act. And we're going to get into this. I have to make one small correction. One small correction to what was discussed previously. Not a big one, but I do feel... Well, fuck it. Let's just go ahead and talk about it. <clears throat> um, on the pact act... Before in the previous podcast where I said the Democrats had changed the verbiage. Changed the verbiage from mandatory spending. You remember that part? I was wrong. They introduced the bill back in June, and it already had said that. Discretionary, mandatory. So essentially, once again, for those that don't know, discretionary means kind of it has to go through the Appropriations Committee, but essentially it can be spent on realistically anything they want. They say they won't, but they can. It all comes down to a vote. The mandatory spending says this is what it must be spent on in this time frame. Discretionary is different. It's up to the Appropriations Committee has to go through them. And when people are saying they're arguing about this, saying, well, the Appropriations Committee has to approve it anyway. Well, also, if you look at the actual Appropriations Committee and who sits on it right now, it is at a 33 Democrats, 26 Republican representation. So go figure. So I do have to make that slight correction. So the bill as it stands, we're currently waiting for it to be amended and changed. That's what Republicans are pushing on. And I agree with them. The premise remains the same. It's just that the bill actually never changed. It was promised they would change. That's what Ted Cruz is saying. I've talked to Crenshaw. He said that's what was said. They said, the Democrats said they would promise that this would be up for change. It hasn't changed. That's where we're at. So the bill was never introduced physically showing mandatory versus discretionary. It's always been discretionary. They want it shifted back to mandatory spending. Now, to caveat off of this, Josh has got the video. This is um, Senator Toomey who's right now leading this charge with the Republicans. This is who's drawing a lot of fire from these veteran organizations like Grunstyle and the rest of them. Listen to his discussion with Jake Tapper from CNN. And he goes into very good detail on this. And by the way, Toomey is no rhino. Or, um, excuse me, Toomey is no, well, most people would, uh, excuse me, most people would accuse him of being a rhino because he's not a Trump loyalist. He's not someone that the diehard Republicans are going to rally behind. He's got it right on this one. So, you've got that clip? Yeah, I got it. Let's go ahead and play it and let people listen to it. All right. This is Toomey and Jake Tapper going back. Listen to what Toomey says. This week blocked the bill. Go ahead. Banning health care access for veterans who have been exposed to toxic burn pits. There are veterans currently, right now, camped out on the Capitol steps, not to mention veterans all over the country, including ones I'm sure you've been hearing from in Pennsylvania, upset about this. And this delay has a real impact. I want you to take a listen to this from Danielle Robinson this morning. Her husband, Sergeant First Class Heath Robinson, who the bill is named after. He died from lung cancer attributed to burn pit exposure. Here she is this morning talking about how the cost of how long this is taking to you get You can skip done. over this part. This is basically the reasoning behind the bill. It's, it's a tragic story. Who actually took his bill. To be clear, excuse she's talking about a previous delay. Not discretionary, not discretionary. Discretionary, excuse me, I'm tired. I'm just, I'm, I'm out of it today. I already got one troll on the YouTube. It's not a word. It's some fat bitch that's been following me for a long time that always likes coming here and trying to argue with me because she apparently has a hard on for me. Discretionary, excuse me, I apologize. It still remains the same fucking meaning, you dumb cunt. Continue. The one you caused last week, but what do you say to those who find it impossible to believe that of all the multi-trillions of dollars in our federal budget, oh, sure. this is where you and Republicans decided to take a stand. Here's what uh, you need to keep in mind, Jake. First of all, 
Um, this is the oldest trick in Washington. Uh, people take a sympathetic group of Americans, and it could be children with an illness, it could be victims of crime, it could be veterans who've been exposed to toxic chemicals, craft a bill to address their problems, and then sneak in something completely unrelated that they know could never pass on its own and dare Republicans to do anything about it because they know they'll unleash their allies in the media and maybe a, a pseudo-celebrity to make up false accusations to try to get us to just swallow what shouldn't be there. That's what's happening here, Jake. But, but this, my efforts, this was my in Republican colleagues, let me, let me, last month. Yeah, and we were promised that we'd have an opportunity to offer an amendment to, to change this, and then, of course, that was reneged on. Was that it? No, you, no, no, keep going. No, no, yeah, keep going. going. Yeah. So people hadn't had a chance to be socialized about this. Let me be very clear. Republicans are not opposed to any of the substance of the PACT Act. The honest Repub my honest Democratic colleagues will fully acknowledge that my objection, and if I get my way, I get my change, it will not change by one penny any spending on any veterans program. What I'm trying to do is change a government accounting methodology that is designed to allow our Democratic colleagues to go on an unrelated $400 billion spending spree that has nothing to do with veterans and that won't be in the veteran space. One of the questions that I think people have about what you're claiming is a budgetary gimmick is the VA budgets will always remain subject to congressional oversight. They can't just spend this money yeah. any way they want. And from what, how I read this legislation, it says that this money has to be spent on health care for veterans who suffered exposure from yeah. toxic burn pits. This is why they do this sort of thing, Jake, because it gets very deep in the weeds and very confusing for people very quickly. It's not really about veteran spending. It's about what category of government bookkeeping they put the veteran spending in. Uh, my change, the honest people acknowledge, it will have no effect on the amount of money or the circumstances under which the money for veterans is being spent. But what I want to do is treat it for government accounting purposes the way we've always treated it for government accounting purposes because if we change it to the way that the democrats want it creates room in future budgets for 400 billion dollars of totally unrelated extraneous spending on other matters that's what i want to prevent we are spending way too much money to use to hide behind a veterans bill the opportunity to go on an unrelated 400 billion dollar spending spree is wrong and we shouldn't allow it and he's right right here, you know, again, because here's the thing. <clears throat> Democrats knew what they were doing with this because any Republican that would vote in favor of this instantaneously or instantly, they would also say, oh, you're also voting in another extra $400 billion in spending, which would not make them fiscal conservatives or fiscal Republicans. They mm -hmm. get crucified for this. He's 100% right. Schumer and the rest of them knew what they were doing. If they actually cared about this, if they really cared about veterans, they would have introduced this bill without this verbiage in there, without the... Uh, discretionary excuse me not discretionatory apologies for that i got that one wrong but pardon me pardon me what i love about this is like this fat bitch always wants to try and correct me it's like i have a much bigger following than her and people actually listen to me nobody listens to her because she's a cunt anywho i do love that <laughs> uh, but again this it's still the point still remains the same so while there were no actual changes to the bill the bill was introduced and the point where it was like, no, this is not satisfactory. It needs to be changed. So we're waiting for this amendment to be voted on, or hopefully uh, they will do this. Now, here's the thing. This is where people on the left, veterans on the left are saying, well, the right doesn't care about veterans, blah, blah, blah. Republicans have also come out and said, Cruz, all of them have said the PACT Act is a good thing. Remove this extra spending and we'll let it pass. Mm -hmm. That's all they have to do. Yeah. So John Stewart out there screaming at the top of his lungs over all this shit. It's like, look, dude, 
This was introduced by your guys, your party. Why did they add in this extra 400 billion? Why? You know why. And again, how we said, like Jake Tapper said, they, you know, they have to spend it on this. It's categorized differently. And then again, the appropriations committee has to vote on it. It has to pass through them. It's mainly Democrat led. Who do you think is going to fucking favor this? Come on. Let's be realistic about this. But again, the point still stands. I got it wrong. I'm admitting it. The bill was not introduced differently. It's still the same. And that's what Republicans are asking for. Change it. Mm-hmm. So the premise still remains the same, but when people are going back to look and see if the bill has been changed, it hasn't. It's been um, discretionary this entire time. They're wanting it to be mandatory to where it says it has to be spent on this. It's basically saying you have to do this. And I've been reading all the comments all over Instagram, all this stuff, and this is what people are beefing about right now. Well, no, the bill never changed. They're actually right. I went back, I looked, so you're right. I couldn't find it. It hasn't changed. It was promised. It's still the same, though. The bill is incorrect as it is. It needs to be amended. Once it's amended... If it gets, hopefully it does. I hope it does get amended, but they need to remove that extra, that, that freaking discretionary versus mandatory. Then we can classify it as it has to be spent on this, this period of time. It's like, it's putting a needle nose saying, this is what it's going to be done with versus, well, we're going to leave it up to you guys. Yeah. Like, no, absolutely not. So I get this. I agree with Toomey and the rest of them. I agree. And I hope this does pass, but there are certain things in this bill that do make me a little, eh, because right now, there in the medical world, um, the Hunter Seven Foundation love. I hopefully they don't care about me bringing them up. I've been talking to them. They've been uh, looking at a lot of this stuff over here. They're also talking about how um, I don't want to display. I don't want to give away any of this stuff. But um, they said the bill is literally incorrect. They put glioblastoma and brain cancer as if they were different. Lymphoma and lymphomatic cancers as if they were two separate things. They said these people are idiots. They don't know what they're talking about. Even Crenshaw has told me there's a lot of the stuff in this bill that isn't very um, direct yeah, and descriptions. I'm going to really go out on a limb and say most of this money won't go to where it says it's going to be. These people are yeah. such scumbags and criminals that... Yeah. It doesn't matter what the language is. They're just going to use the money for whatever they want, which yeah. is to pay themselves. Well, the it says the designation is way too broad, covering like yeah. 25 diseases without strong correlations to burn pits. And I agree, because here's the thing. This is a very slippery slope argument here. I don't want to see the system be taken advantage of and people try and say, oh, I had this. I grew a third arm that came Mm -hmm. from burn pits like that's literally never been proven. And I'm not saying there couldn't be new things discovered in relation to that, Mm -hmm. but it needs to be addressed as we go. And then there's also uh, covering AOs that would never had burn pits um, that, yeah, it's. It's weird, but that's the other part. It's kind of like, why are there AOs where there weren't any like massive burn pit exposure, nothing like that? And that's also kind of like, eh, I think they're trying to cover, they're being more generic with this bill versus precise, Mm -hmm. but I will say at least we're fucking getting something. But again, Democrats need to remove this fucking discretionary, discretionary, discretion, not discretionary, discretionary, excuse me. And I keep making the mistake. It's not garnish. It's garner. They garnish followers. No, it's garner. I fuck that up every time. Forgive me. I am human, folks. I am human. But at least I'm not grunt style out there simping for fucking John Stewart, who, by the way, they want to work with these very same people that want to fucking ban guns and the rest of this shit. So yeah, fuck I just don't see anything getting better until you get these like the Schumers, the yeah. McConnells, the yeah. like all these people out of office and get new blood in there. People who aren't corrupt. Mm-hmm. And what, what I do love about like grunt style right now out there simping for this is that. They won't address the 400 billion. They won't address that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these other companies, they won't address that one because in their mind, it's like, well, who cares? Mm-hmm. It's not our money. Um, yes, it is. Yeah, it is. And during this time of inflation, we don't need hyperspending. Like, this is too much. Like, why are we okay? Like, why are the, why is the left perfectly fine? 
And dude, the comments I read on Instagram are like, why are Republicans fine sending all these billions of dollars to Ukraine? It's like, um, yeah, I'm not, I don't agree with that either. With that at all. Yeah. So it's kind of like, don't generalize. Course, I'm not that, a Republican. Yeah. There you go. But this, it, it just, dude, the comments that I'm seeing, it's people like, read the bill. It's like, I've read the bill. I was like, now I am looking for the previous version because it says it on the .gov website. And I'm looking for it. It's like, okay, where the fuck is this? And then I actually start digging deeper. It's like, wait a minute. Now I'm starting to understand. It's like, Democrats introduced it this way, which was wrong. That's why back in June, there were some Republicans saying no, Toomey included, said no. But then the counter to that on Democrats are saying, well, no, they had a majority of Republicans say yes. Like, those guys were wrong. Mm -hmm. You can't generalize. There were a lot of Republicans saying, I think it was like 14 to be precise, back in June said, no, we don't agree with this. Toomey is also coming out and saying, no, there needs to be an amendment. So now I think we're waiting on Toomey to see if he's going to put the amendments for a vote. If he does, great. But it needs to happen. But again, this is such a freaking back and forth between people as far as like the left hates veterans, the right hates veterans. Why would you introduce a bill with extra spending that had nothing to do with fucking veterans in the first place? Mm -hmm. You knew what you were doing. This was a tactic. Again, nothing else has changed. I am not going back on my point. I am going back on the point of saying, hey, they introduced the bill uh, as saying mandatory and changed it to discretionary. It didn't. It said discretionary the entire time. There you go. Or man, yeah. And that's why I'm kind of like, okay, I do need to correct that one little thing there mm -hmm. because I want to be honest with this, but the point still remains the same. This was political theater. Schumer uses the tactic. That's what he's doing. There you have it. And this is not, this is not a left versus right issue in many cases. This is not me just blindly backing the GOP or Republicans. This is not it. I mean, we've, we've seen so much of this to where it's like we've called out Republicans saying, I don't agree with a lot of what they have to say, mm -hmm. but I also don't agree that I, I mean, I am, a, I am a fiscal conservative. Mm -hmm. I don't like the idea of throwing billions of dollars and to caveat even more off of this. I think this whole thing isn't going to work. Mm -mm. I don't I, think it's going to change anything. No, uh, it's they, great that we're getting this folks, but I'm telling you on the last freaking podcast that hasn't changed. I don't believe in the VA. I don't, I think we should go privatize. It should be. They've proven time and time again that yes. they can't get it right. I mean, they should yeah. just rename it to can't get right because <laughs> they can never get it right. The only people that oh, get God. get it right yeah. are them when they get paid yeah. on the back end. You're not going to convince me that these politicians don't get paid on the back end. Uh, you know, uh, you're not going to convince me that that doesn't happen behind closed doors, that they'll, uh, these little side deals happen yeah. and that uh, a portion of this money goes into their bank accounts. Man, I have no idea. I, I, I don't think... I mean, I don't have I concrete don't evidence, yeah, but my gut tells either. me yeah. uh, that's what happens. And that's yeah. why you have Nancy Pelosi in there for, I don't know, 600 years yeah. and her husband getting these sweetheart deals. Well, she's in the news again as far as the visiting Taiwan, but yeah. I mean, it just... I know she's not the only one that does it, but oh, maybe no. she's like, the only one that does it so, so brazenly. Yeah, yeah where she yeah. goes out and... You know, her success rate in the stock market is yeah. damn near 70%, which is, I don't know, 40 more percent than uh, Warren Buffett. I mean, uh, come on. So I just want to apologize for that. I got that one wrong. Not a big deal, realistically, and I'm not trying to downplay it, but it's like I do want to make sure I come correct with the information, uh, and that was my fuck up. So, again, the bill is there. It has not changed. We're waiting for them to change it. This is on the Democrats at this point. We're waiting for them to change it. So... There you have it. I'm correcting that. So I apologize for getting that one wrong, and that's going to happen more. I mean, that's just the way it is. But, again, point still stands. If we really give a fuck about veterans, why now? Why now are they doing this? Like, you've had how many years now, and just now it's like, come on, it's ridiculous. Yeah, so. man.
All right. Now that we got that out of the way and the bill, you can research it. It's all over the internet. I posted in the last podcast. I don't have it pulled up right now, but you can go look at it. You can also check it's on the congress.gov website. Go look at it. Um, I talked to Crenshaw. He said he's going to talk about making a video about it, trying to explain it even more. I was like, I think you need to. Ted Cruz is doing it. Um, I was like, you need to get out there. And the other thing that I, I told him is like, look, I'm going to tell you right now. It's like you Republicans, what y'all need to start doing is being more um, proactive versus reactionary. I was like, when you see Schumer do something like this, when you see this hit the freaking floor, I was like, you need to call this out like mm -hmm. immediately. Don't wait. Because if you know this is going to be a hot button issue, don't wait. Mm -hmm. Because realistically, what I'm seeing is whoever makes it to the microphone first, that's who gets to spit the biggest amount of quote unquote truth. Yeah. And that's the problem that we have right now. And that's why it's veteran versus veteran right now. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of veterans out there supporting this bill blindly saying, well, this is what we need. It's like, yes, you're right. It is. But we don't need the attack on 400 billion mm -hmm. for Democrats to push through the appropriations committee that they can space basically spend on whatever the fuck they want. We don't need that, yeah. especially during inflation, because realistically, the veterans are going to get help. But now we're also attributing more to inflation, which is going to fuck over other people. It's like this is not right. Or we could have it both ways and saying remove that, make it mandatory and we're good to go. But we'll see. So, yeah, I'm fucking tired, bro. I'm tired. What's all these politicians do is sit around and think of ways to spend our money, and they spend it on bullshit stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like I, nothing. I just nothing they have done is working. Well, again, and you know, I because like they're I talking about. I had this conversation with Tash Hike. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the other thing with uh, what Kristen Cinema is holding up their. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, they hate her. Their oh social spending bill. God, they hate her. It's That's a, in the news, too. Yeah. But, you know, I, like I said, me and Crenshaw are talking on Instagram, and I'm telling him, you know, he talked about how, you know, because he, I guess he listens, I don't know. He talked about, he's like, I understand, like, where you're coming from on basically saying that we should get rid of uh, the VA, privatize. And I was like, look, I was like, I understand that this is never going to happen. I was like, I know that's a pipe dream. Mm -hmm. I mean, you really think they are ever going to disband the VA? Fuck no, they're not going to. We've got so much invested in this. For them to do that, it's not going to happen. But the reason I talk about it like that, though, is to get people in the mindset and understanding through historical proof of saying every time the government gets involved, they fuck it up. Mm -hmm. So moving forward, anytime the government wants to get back involved with health care, things such as this, they fuck it up. Anytime they get involved with free market, they fuck it up. Yeah. So it gets people in this routine way of thinking of saying, hey, if the government's saying, hey, like Reagan says, I'm here to help. Fuck no. Yeah. Fuck no. Get away from it. We don't need it. Because, again, every time they try and fix something, they break it more, tape it together, and say they fixed it. It's not true. So I don't it, even think it's that. I think they know exactly what they're doing. And you got your Joe Bidens that are yeah. occupying the White House that do these side deals with China, Ukraine, Russia. Yeah. You know, they put their sons and daughters up for these positions yeah. to make millions and millions of dollars. Well, guess who got COVID again? <laughs> Come on, COVID. Come on, baby. I, yeah, it's like, true, oh, ladies. It is true, ladies and gentlemen. President Biden, after he just got cleared like less than a week ago, yeah. how does that happen? Wearing a mask, oh, gloves. Yeah, I thought isolated. I don't think he was ever cleared. I don't think he ever actually got rid of it. I don't think about who. Like, okay, so I know this is I, anecdotal as hell, and I'm just throwing this out there. Have you met anybody that caught COVID back to back? I have not. No. I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but you got to think the White House, the president of all people would probably be the most protected. How the fuck is this dude catching COVID back to back? I'm, I'm just I'm putting that out there. I don't know. Well, apparently the 15 vaccines he's taken hasn't worked. So and the mask <laughs> that he's wearing doesn't work. Come on, man. Just get your your 113th booster. You'll be all right, talking man. Talking about the symptoms weren't as bad. Yeah. Jesus. 
my second time, the symptoms weren't bad at all. Uh, His second time, he was on a fucking inhaler. No, was that the first time? I don't know. He'd already had it once before, hadn't he? He's almost 80 years old. Yeah. I mean, this guy, he's got dementia. Yep. COVID, I mean, it's just one of the many things that's probably wrong with that sick pervert. All right. Well, thank you for tuning into the show. I wanted to segue <laughs> with that, or I wanted to segue into the Rain Maid show. I wanted to, I wanted to leave with that just so we can get that out of there. Because again, if I get something wrong, I do need to correct it. That's me correcting that aspect. Now again, it's a tiny little thing, but it's still truth is truth, lies are lies. That wasn't true. Um, that's my fuck up. I'll eat that. I'll take that one. That's what she said. So again, there you have it. That's what we're waiting on: mandatory versus discretion, Airy. Not discretionatory. Discretion, Airy. Airy. <laughs> I fucking love these trolls that like try and come after me. It's like, you know, the more that I sit and I think about it, like I got to pull off of social media. I got to stop having these internet beefs. That Jaina, she came after me again. And I love my friends, but I had to tell them, like, stop sending me her shit. I don't fucking care. And she makes another TikTok. This Jaina, Janae, whatever her fucking name is, after I already crucified this bitch, uh, she makes another TikTok. And I didn't see it, but I saw a screenshot. It's basically her with her fucking tits hanging out about this is what happens when I block people and a grown man throws a temper tantrum. And I'm just sitting there and I'm like, and I shared it to my Instagram stories. It's like, this has gone by for days. Like, how are you still talking about me? Is your husband not fucking you good enough because you're still thinking about me, Jaina? Is that what it is? Do you need some dick? Is that what it is? Like, are you trying to get my attention because you secretly want to fuck me? I don't blame you. I'm a good looking son of a bitch. I mean, you better be grateful. Thank you, Lucky Stars, I'm not gay, because I'd probably steal your husband. Thank that. Jane, why the fuck do you keep trying to come after me? And I'll tell you why. Because after Madeline's thing is passed, you've got nothing to run on. So you're trying to start more beef with me, because you know as well as I do, you buy your followers, and anytime I fucking tag you and all this other shit, it gets you views. The podcast won't. I'm not getting your shit on that. That's why I'm probably talking about it on here, but still. And then she, this, so Jaina, this is the thing that really bothers me about people like her. She is dangerous because this woman can fabricate a narrative out of nowhere because she posts about when I block men and they throw temper tantrums, this behavior isn't okay. It's like, Jaina, you reached out to me first. Mm-hmm. You called me out. You came after me first. I didn't even know you were alive. And then I respond and then you block me. You will not accept my, 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 Polite request for a debate. You won't do it. But instead, when I call you out and I showcase and I simply say, prove this accusation you've made against me correct, you block me. And then you turn around and you make a TikTok saying, this is why a grown man threw a temper tantrum because I'm blocking. No, Jaina, that has nothing to do with it. You will not answer the accusations or prove the accusations you've levied towards me correctly because you're a stupid cunt. That's why. You should fucking know better. And I'm not going to fuck you. It's not going to happen. Go be a mom to your children. How about you do that? How about you focus more on that and less on TikTok drama? We've got way bigger issues to deal with. Way bigger issues to deal with. Pack Act being one of them. And you want to, you want to like, this is what happens. It's like, who the fuck do these little veteran fucks think they are trying to come after me? I'm like the King Daddy veteran of like savagery. You really, did you really think that was going to end well for you, bitch? Did, did you really think that was going to end well for you? And then she keeps saying about like, he just wants me to say his name. What? You said my name. You tagged me. 
You wanted daddy's attention. You got it. And now you're running scared. That's all this is. And you're also stolen she valor. You're not a combat veteran. Did she ever mention? All, all she did was address 18 Alpha, the uh, Millman right. page, yeah. and DM'd him trying to defend herself by sending him her DD-214. He's like, yeah, cool. Where's the combat part? Well, there are many. And I, I showed this in the video. Mm-hmm. Uh, YouTube pulled it down because the bitch that fucking came after me, apparently the Instagram that I, the, the video or the picture that I showed had a picture of her kids in it. And she was scared, scared about that. It's like, hey, that's your fault. You came after me with your image, your, your shit being public, yeah. and that's what you pushed. That's your fault. That's not my fault. Next time you want to fucking throw a punch, you better be ready to get one back. Yeah. That's just the way it works. But this is what these, these types of people do. This is why I'm saying, like, so these she are the never same was women. in combat veteran. No. She was in she a was combat theater. But she never saw actual combat. Yeah. So she claims she was a combat veteran. It's embellished, like, no, embellished a little she's bit. She's embellishing yeah. like a motherfucker. Because in her book where she talks about, you know, and I read the forward on this thing on Amazon. Oh, my God. You would think she came off the streets of Hollywood just getting off. Dr- the, she became the hero. She always. The sea was angry that day, my friend. <laughs> We this saw like Charlie coming in. Hallmark movie. Like, get the fuck out of here. Charlie was coming in off of the horizon. <laughs> she was fucking in Bahrain. They had a two beer a day limit. Get the fuck out of here. What combat zone? Like, look, ladies and gentlemen, for those that don't know, when you fly into a combat theater or a combat zone, like an actual one, you don't get alcohol. Ever. Ever. Never. <laughs> the fact that they got two beers a day, get the fuck out of here. And also... She was like a clerk. She worked in the fucking store on the boat. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> the most action you saw was when there was like lines out the wazoo for like brunch on the ship. Shut the fuck up. I was waiting for a shipment of pens to come in. <laughs> I couldn't handle the stress. <laughs> I bet this bitch has got a PTSD rating. I bet you money. I bet you fucking money. But again, the reason that people Jane, like Jane A or whatever her fucking name is are very dangerous is I could see her doing the same thing towards sexual harassment and rape. The same thing. She is the representation of the progressive leftist veteran, and this is what they do. So I'm sorry that you fucking e-thoughts don't like it when you come after me and I clap back and I utterly destroy you. That's not my fault. Maybe next time don't throw the first punch because nine times out of ten, it's not me going after people. It's they throw the first punch. I give it some attention because I love proving people wrong. It's great. I, it makes my dick throb. But it's like, did you did you really think you were going to win this? And the fact that you were blocking me on yeah. all platforms just means that you cannot provide your accusations being true because she literally lied about me. She said, John said any veteran, and this is how crazy it is. These fucking female veterans, oh, they band together. Mm-hmm. Oh, they band together. And they think they can shame these male veterans into submission. I got news for all you cunts. Go fuck yourself. I not once said that any female veteran that speaks up about anything related to this is a Karen. Mm-hmm. I called one woman a Karen who was acting like a Karen that was also not a combat veteran because what she was saying was a fucking lie, and mm-hmm. I got the screenshots to prove it. Janae took it and said, he said this to a combat veteran. If you read the comments, it literally said, she said her dad was a combat veteran. I talked I about the podcast. she spun this thing up into she a did. totally different direction That's than, what they try than and it do. ever should have went. She could have yeah. just DM'd you and said, hey, listen, did you know about this? Yeah. And you could be like, oh my God, that's terrible. Yeah. Obviously, you didn't know about it mm-hmm. because you would have said something. But yeah, she could have yeah. handled it in much 100%, different... 100%. Yeah. This is... I don't know. This is a way to to whip people up into a frenzy and to try to get book sales and that, that's 100% further it, yeah. you know, your social media yeah. reach, which... Like, look, here's a bad look. And then the the dude's on her TikTok page, like, duetting her stuff. I'm like, they're simping for her so fucking hard. Like, this one douchebag, like, oh my God. People keep sending this stuff. And I had to tell him, like, stop sending. I don't care. 
because every time you send it to me, I want to punch the bitch back. Metaphorically, JNA. Because she, <laughs> she was I mean, like, honestly, the saddest she was accusing thing me of calling for violence on her because I said in the caption, I'm ready to crucify you. Janae, mm. when was the last time somebody was crucified in America? Are you that fucking retarded? I think you are. I think you really are. It's just, you know, it is what it is. Well, but. she really just took away from yeah. the, the tragedy. Yeah. And yeah. I mean. And then she accused me of white knighting for having him on the podcast. When if you, if you, because people were also saying she interviewed the two gentlemen, the Joshua and the fiance mm-hmm. of Madeline. And in that Instagram interview, apparently she talked for like the first 10 minutes of wouldn't shut the fuck up. That's not I haven't even seen it, but my friends are like, bro, like she does not shut the fuck up. She doesn't even give them a chance to talk. Yeah. Like, Jesus, well, go figure. But, you know, that is what it is. But again, the other thing I'll say is like, even if you did serve on a ship in the PX, be proud of your service. You yeah. served. Great. Don't embellish it. Yeah. Be proud of your service. Sure. But don't you dare sit there and pretend like you were something you weren't because you didn't have the guts to do it. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm never going to sit here and pretend like I was some kind of fucking ranger or special forces dude. I was a grunt. There's a difference. I'm proud of my service. But I'm not going to sit here and say, well, you know, I basically, I was doing the same things as rangers. No, I wasn't. That's the difference. Mm-hmm. And people don't like hearing that because apparently now that the war's coming to an end, suddenly, it's just like every Vietnam veteran you talk to, all of them were in the shit. No, you weren't. No, you were not. Not every single motherfucker was in the shit. That doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. But people don't know that. Civilians don't know that. Because uh-huh. they, exactly, how would they know? Yeah. They don't know. But when you've served and you've actually been in there and stuff like that, it's like, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Like, that's never been that way. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, shit like that just annoys the fuck out of me. Like, Be proud of your service. I'm not, I'm not, and like I said, we bash each other. Like, we, we, we talk shit. That's camaraderie. That's rivalry. That's a good thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, but then when you take it to such a degree that you are literally embellishing your service and lying about, that's stolen valor. Don't do that. Don't fucking do that. It sounds like it'll <clears throat> catch up to you eventually. It will, I think, because I mean, especially if you put out a book. Oh my and god! And let's say she became the hero she always needed. <laughs> what you need is a fucking <laughs> lawyer. I'm like, yeah, women actually do do combat. They are in combat. They're, they're MPs. They're they're yeah. We fought next to women. Yeah, whether you like it or not, they're already there. That's why it it makes people like this Janae look even dumber. It's like you could have volunteered to be in one of these combat jobs, but mm-hmm. you didn't. You chose not to. That was the direction you chose. So embrace that. Yeah. There were women out there that were running these resupply things out there in route clearance, shit like that. They were pulling triggers. They were they were clearing IEDs. They were doing all kinds of stuff. So it's kind of like you could have went that direction, but you didn't. So go get some help. I mean that. Like you need to get some help, woman. Like you really do. And she tries to paint it as if I'm like the one full of like anger and shit like this. This is what they do. They gaslight. They're following. Yeah. No different than the liberals. No different than the left. So... Um, she probably is a liberal. I, I have no doubt. I have no doubt. I mean, but <clears throat> so who cares? She was on the streets of Hollywood at the ripe young age of 16. Janae, I joined the army when I was 17. I'd already gotten kicked out of my house. Shut the fuck up. Look, I had a paper route in the third grade. Okay? It's getting up at six in the morning. Oh, my God. Huffing yeah. through snow. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we got some great news for you. <clears throat> She's a combat kitchen veteran. <laughs> Probably couldn't even make a sandwich that good. <laughs> anyway, I had to bring out some of the misogyny. Got to give them a little bit of what they want. No, I'm, I'm making a pact with myself right now. I'm going to stop engaging on social media. I'm done. I'm done, dude. I am. I'm stressed. I got a vacation coming up this weekend. I'm going to go to a cabin. I'm going to relax. I'm going to unplug. I got to stop engaging with these people on, on social media because... The thing is, like, I find myself getting drawn into these debates 
for what reasoning? Mm-hmm. Because it's not like we're having good faith debates here. It's literally one side wants to prove the other side as being the bad guys. Yeah. They're both fucking bad. We get that. Democrats are a little bit worse than Republicans, but Republicans fuck it up too. Let's be clear on that. But at the end of the day, I had a friend of mine, Pete, who actually came on the podcast. This is years ago, and he told me this. He's like, every time you pick up that phone, every time you engage in that debate on Instagram or Facebook or whatever, he's like, you are taking away time from other things you could allocate your attention towards that would be way more beneficial to you. Mm -hmm. And he's 100% right, because I'm literally arguing with somebody from a fake profile that who knows where the fuck they're from, and what's the ultimate goal, to change their mind? When in these debates have you ever changed anybody's mind on online? Never. 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 What's the point? Yeah. And for me, it's like, it's that natural fucking fighter. It's like, motherfucker, I got what's coming in. But I, you know, there were some people that I saw in their comments and like, you're wrong here. But when I checked, I like, oh, fuck, they're actually right. And I had to go research it. They were right. Mm-hmm. And that's what kind of keeps me course correcting. And that's where you get to the bottom of a lot of the stuff. But a lot of the shit, dude, it's just back and forth for the sake of what? So I was like, I got to back off. That natural fighter in me, I got to pull it back and be like, dude, you got to focus on your fucking mental health. Um, <laughs> because you're going to go nuts with this. I'm getting like the eye twitch back in my eyelid. I was like, it, it, it like twitches sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I Googled, I was like, why the fuck is this stress? Shit like that. I was like, okay, I'm probably stressed the fuck out. Yeah. I got to, I got to calm down with this. Well, luckily we've got a CBD company. That we got a CBD out. company, which great way to segue into the next thing. Hey, <clears throat> the John Ross videos, the paintings we've been selling, we've accumulated upwards of $2,000. Now, as promised, we're giving that money away. We're not keeping that here at Shellshock CBD. So we're really excited to do this. This is the John Ross Gives Back program. Now, <clears throat> here it is right there. This graphic was done uh, by our people. Uh, MK did a great job on this. Uh, this looks badass. I love this. I'm going to share the link in the chat. Now, what we're doing, what, this is what I love about John Ross. This is what I love about this. This is, this is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, we paint these paintings. They're funny as fuck, and we sell them. I think our best painting sold for like $700. That was the most recent one we did. Yeah. We're taking that money that pisses off the left and we're giving it away to families that need it because of recession and inflation brought on by fucking Democrats. Yeah. <laughs> we had some trolls, though, that fucked up the eBay bidding. Yep. They intentionally did that. That's why we stopped doing it on eBay. Yeah. So, um, But here we go. This is the link. Now, look, the purpose of this, it's a giveaway. We're giving away the money to four different families. Let me read for you the little blurb here. Uh, Enter for your chance to be chosen to receive $500. All proceeds from John Ross's unique masterpieces are being donated to four families in need and one veteran in need. Recipients will be chosen to receive $500 each. You'll be asked to provide your DD-214. So we are going to pick one veteran family, and then we're going to pick three other uh, civilian families. Um, Yeah, recipients will be notified via email on Wednesday, August 31st. Must respond within 48 hours to claim. Here is the link to sign up. It is right there. Again, you can check it out. Go sign up. If you're having problems, I'll post this to my social medias as well. If you're a family that needs an extra $500, I get that. You know, we're in some really difficult financial constraints right now. And we're doing our best to try and give back to the community, give back as much as we can. And this is just fun. You know, it's fun. We paint these paintings. You know, I (laughs) I have, like, there is no skill in this. Like, everybody's like, because somebody told me, it's like, you know what? You should actually start taking classes and make good paintings. I was like, yeah, but you know how difficult... What the they- fuck is that supposed to mean? You said they're not good? <laughs> <laughs> I think he did, that son of a bitch. That son of a bitch. So, 
There you go. Yeah. <laughs> That's what art is. Art is what yeah, you uh, it, perceive it to be, right? It is what it is. So there you go. You can go sign up. But, you know, if you need the money, tell us in the thing. We're going to read as many of these submissions. Tell us what your situation is. And, and uh, this is the honor system. Uh, I mean, if somebody says that, hey, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to die tomorrow, whatever, it's like, uh, yeah, I know it, it sucks, but we, we have to believe people. So we're going to choose that. And we'll post the recipients, all that stuff. Go sign up on the website. We appreciate there or go enter in if you're wanting to receive that $500 giveaway. <clears throat> so um, do we take Bitcoin? No, I don't think we do. And no, I wish these sold for the amount that Hunter Biden's paintings do, but they unfortunately do not. Mm -hmm. So here's the link to go sign up. Uh, if you have some friends in need, like maybe you don't need the money, but you have a friend that does, go share the link there. This will be posted to my Instagram and my Facebook. You can check it out. I'll also post it to my Twitter at Sergeant Savage, Instagram at John Savage Burke. You can check it out there. Um, and then here on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook. So if you have a family in need, shoot them the link, have them sign up, and then fill out as far as the why they believe they need the money. Yeah. And so we'll do our best to go through all these um, submissions and pick out, I hate saying this, but the four worst ones and give them the money. We'll post about it, provided they're okay with us posting them. Yeah. I'm not going to give away their personal information. All your information is kept perfectly safe. Be cognizant of that. We don't sell it. <clears throat> so there you go. But we appreciate all that love and support, guys. And the ability to do this, like these great fun things by like having fun, trolling the left yeah. and then raising money for a good cause. And even if they're a liberal family that applies to get this money, I don't care. We'll, yeah. we'll give it to them. I'm not going to be that stingy. So there you go. There you go. Your paintings are not money laundering. That's why they're less money. <laughs> it's true. It's true. So once more, there's the link for the viral sweep. You go check it out. <clears throat> That's how we do this program and you can enter to win. So, all right. How was your weekend? It was good. Good. Took the family to uh, for some authentic Italian food. Mm -hmm. We're at Olive Garden. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> Josh posted his Instagram stories. He didn't tag me. I should have. He should have tagged me. And then I went and I looked at him. And I you're like, you're sitting know. there like, oh, like, this is good Italian food. Yeah. He pulls the breadsticks <laughs> out. I'm just, okay, so let me just clarify. I think it's good Italian food, but I know hardcore Italians would yeah. like hang us for that. Yeah, I mean, obviously, call the mafia on us. It, like, so it was okay. I mean, we've been told it's that not you the think best. Italian garden is good. But for a little Italian lunch, food. yeah, for a little lunch. Uh, this okay. you say this to me on this the day that right. my artwork goes and sells. How dare you? How dare you do this? That was good. I need to go watch The Godfather again. That was a good. It that's really good, is a good series. It's a great series. Yeah. Yeah. Great series. But it was good. <clears throat> good. Kid took the kids to golf lessons. It's hard oh. to believe that the kids are uh, getting ready to go back to school here in just a few weeks. Yeah. Just a couple weeks. That's true. So. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. I, uh, Saturday, what the fuck did I do? I go out like, shooting guns. That's right. I went to the range on Saturday. Uh, dude, first time shooting Mosin I got. Like, that thing is, oh, my God. Never shot that platform. I'm in love. Yeah. She's fucking, dude, iron sights, accurate as fuck. It looks like a pretty cool. Hardly any recoil. I was shocked because I've shot like the German Mauser. Yeah. That's a motherfucker. That'll kick you in the fucking nuts. Hmm. This one, dude, like I, I am not a firearms expert. I'm not flannel daddy and the rest of these like AK yeah. Jesus, like Brandon Herrera and all those. Like, no, no, these guys are like proficient firearms. Like they know their shit. Yeah. Respect to them. I'm not them. I don't know the ins because people's like, hey, what's your what's your stance on this this P thirty seven forty eight? I don't even know what the fuck that is. <laughs> I don't know what that is. I'm not a firearms expert. I have yeah. no idea. I don't pay attention <laughs> to shit like that. Like politics is my AO. Politics and fitness and now tango. That's my shit. Firearms in general. If you're talking about like military <laughs> nomenclatures, I'm there with it. Anything outside of that, I have no fucking clue. Yeah. And I have never 
uh, tried to perpetrate myself as being anything other than that. That's just not my thing. Yeah. So I'm never going to sit here and pretend like I'm some kind of firearms expert. I know how to shoot. Don't get me wrong. You know, I know the shooting, like the four or five fundamentals, the breathing, trigger squeeze, side alignment, proper position, and then follow through. I know that shit. I've taught that for years. When it comes to various different types of guns, it's like, no, dude, I have no clue what you're talking about. Because, like, what's your favorite go-to gun? Just the one I, I'm comfortable <laughs> with. That's it. Like, I got a fucking CZ... Uh, the 10, I got a fucking staccato. Now I got the, I got to go get a shoddy. I got to get a shoddy. <clears throat> so really? Yeah. I need to get be one. the first one you get. You'd think that, I've had one for, but I wanted to buy a carry. Time. So I have the CZ, is it this PO7? Figure what it is. Um, and I love it. Uh, it's a great gun. It's a nine. I'm not a big fan of nines. I like a 45 mostly, but I do like the nine because I don't know. It's just me personally, but, uh, yeah, went and shot that. I uh, got to shoot a 357. My dad used to have one of those. <clears throat> that was, it was fun. It was a good day, but it was so fucking hot out there. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's like 103, 104 degrees. It gets up there. And I'm sitting there, and I felt like the biggest bitch in the world because after two hours, like, bro, I was like, I, I love the range. I'm ready to go. I'm ready because this ain't fun because I'm so used to in the military. When you go to the range, you're out there all day and part of the night, too, because you could do a night qual. They have a shade, like the covering? <laughs> no. No? Depends on what I range you go to. Rarely. They'll have, like, bleachers, like yeah. a little overhead awning. Yeah. That's usually it, and you're just out there sweltering. And then you got to go on the line and your full kit and helmet sweat your dick off. It's like the, anything that's fun in the civilian side that the army does, the army gaze it up hardcore. It's not fun. <laughs> it's not fucking fun. Like, it's just, it just is what it is. Like, I'm telling you. So, but uh, yeah, did that on Saturday. And then Sunday was literally packed act all day. Just sitting there debating people, fucking trying to get to the bottom of this, seeing what's going on, like sitting there just studying as much as I can, reading over the bill. And I'm sitting there at first because I'm reading the bills like this isn't bad. Like this bill is good. But then it gets into the discretion, discretionary, discretionatory, discretionary. I just cringe anytime they come out with a, a new bill that yeah. is going to spend more and more money because yeah. I just know it's not going to go to what they say it's going to go no. to. And that's the thing, though. I am gonna I'm gonna be interested in seeing how this actually helps. If this actually helps, I, I've but, lost a hundred percent of faith. I don't yeah. think I don't think it's gonna help at all. I do love how Grunstyle cl- tries to claim out and s- come out and say that they care about veteran health care. Like, but your yeah. CEO Dan Alric, when y'all shit can him, you wouldn't even help pay for his health care with his wife with cancer. Yeah, that's interesting. But whatever. Okay. Eh, weird. So uh, and then uh, had Tango Sunday. Um, <clears throat> Uh, yeah, I had like three hours, four hours of tango. I was already brain dead when I went to that. Dude, you said they wanted to go out at like midnight? Well, we had a performance last night. It's a performance not actually going as to perform. Because um, we have a group that does performance, and I'm a part of it, and I love it. It's a lot of fun. But it was a, it was at the Salsa place, and it was at midnight. Because apparently that's when the Salsa community, really, that, at that club or that place, that's when it really picks up. Well, that's when the, there's the most people there. And I'm sitting there at 38 years old. I was like, midnight? Bro. Ugh. So by the time, and my partner couldn't make it either. So I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to go. I can't. I'm too fucking tired. So <clears throat> that was fun uh, because like I'm in level three right now and there's like four levels. So I go to levels one and two to help other people. And plus it's great to refamiliarize yourself with the basics every single time. It just makes you better. Mm-hmm. And I love doing that. It's a lot of fun. But like yesterday, so this is what I was going to tell you before the show. <laughs> So they have these tango parties. They're called milongas, okay? And they're all over. They're all over the world. And it's just literally you rent out a space and you play tango music. There's some drinks. There's some food. And you just dance with random people. You just dance. It's a fun dance party. But it's not like a club where it's like, it's like, it's not like that. It's tango. Mm -hmm. So 
you got to know how to dance before you even go to these things. Like a lot of these tango instructors say like, you can't even go to any of their milongas until you're like level two or three. Like that you can't go because you're going to represent your teachers in a bad light because there are certain etiquette rules that you have to follow when it comes to this kind of stuff. So we went to tango, <clears throat> we went to the milonga and, uh, I, I'd been practicing for a performance a few weeks back and we share a space with um, ballroom dancers and you want to talk about proper and refined like these guys are very just stiff. I mean, just if you've never seen ballroom dancing, which I'm sure most people have, look at how stiff and proper they are. OK, just look at that. And I'm not knocking. It. I'm just saying it's just not my style. I can't do that because uh, tango is way more sensual. It's, it's different. It's moves. It's not as like crazy hip bass as like salsa, merengue, bachata and all that. But um. I saw this guy practicing with this girl and they were, they just got done. I was like, man, I was like, that was, that was beautiful. That was incredible. Like I, cause they were rehearsing for one of their performances. Like it was great. And so I ran into him again at the Malanga <clears throat> and I was like, Hey, what's going on, man? It's like uh, cool to see. You. I didn't know you did tango. He's like, yeah, I've been doing tango for like six years. Like, Oh fuck. I was like, I just saw you doing ballroom. He was like, you should try ballroom sometime. And I was like, ah, not my thing. Anyway, cool dude. And I was like, Hey, if you're interested in coming, those are my instructors over there. Go give him a shot. And he's like, yeah, cool. So he shows up. He thinks I'm gay. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you. The whole story sounds a little bit gay. <laughs> sounds like a sounds like dude, a breeding ground for monkeypox. Oh my god, dude! No, you fucking didn't. So this is a whole new experience that I'm now having to deal with because in the dance world, there's a lot of gay dudes that dance, but in tango, not so much. Uh huh. But it's different, and I'm not knocking. The, it's really nice, dude. Don't get me wrong. I'm not yeah. making fun of him. But I've never been in that situation because my, my coach is like, I think he thinks you're gay, and he's going to try and, like, hit on you. And I'm like, I'm flattered, but I don't want to give the wrong impression here. He's like, well, you're already dancing. You already talked to him about ballroom. I was like, Maybe uh, you put your penis away, John. <laughs> if I suck his dick, does that make me gay? I hope it doesn't because I already did. No. <laughs> Putting off the wrong signals. It does. Oh no! Did you? Okay, completely unrelated. Did you see this thing circulating now with this one douchebag on TikTok is saying that men that have anal intercourse with other men doesn't necessarily make them gay because it's a transaction. They're just trying to get off. And I'm like, uh, dude, that makes you pretty fucking gay. <laughs> if you're fucking another dude in the ass, that makes you gay. I'm just saying. It's a gay transaction. It's a gay transaction. Yeah. That's that's pretty gay. Let me give you but my seed right in your butthole. But that's what you're trying <laughs> to do to manipulate this whole monkeypox is coming from the gay community to try and pull in the heterosexual community. It's oh. like y'all are some sneaky ass little motherfuckers. Anywho, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So now I got to do like I, I I'm trying to figure out how because I'm talking to somebody now. Mm -hmm. I was like, how do I make it apparent that I am not gay without like just being, hey, bro, I don't suck dick. Sorry, you know. So, no, nah, he was a really nice dude. He hasn't hit on me. He hasn't done anything like that. But I'm kind of like, fuck, I don't want to give the wrong impression. Like, I don't want to. I, don't I, know. I, I would say it's flattering. I mean. Oh, it is. You don't, you don't like a good looking gay guy is not going to go after some scrub, right? So compliment. I guess. I've never been in this situation before. Well, I mean, I have, but not. In, well, the thing is, I don't want to make it weird yeah. because we are in the same dance class and I, I get along with everybody. Like, we have a really good community yeah. and I don't want to be the reason that drives a, a wedge in between anything. So, yeah, I got to figure out a way to kind of be like, oh, sorry, dude, I like vagina. It's just my thing. Maybe just wait till to see if he actually hits on you. Well, before. the next time I'm sucking his dick, I'm going to tell him that. <laughs> <laughs> you know this isn't going any further, right? <laughs> Don't think I'm gay. This is just a transaction. <laughs> it's just a transaction. I'm not gay. 
<laughs> no, he's a, he's a talented dancer too, man. He's a oh my god, the moves that this guy has. Oh my god, that sounds really gay. Fuck, I get it now. I get I get why he's not gay. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the situations you get yourself into, John. The situations you get yourself into. Yeah, I guess it's just a different <laughs> audience from it shooting is. guns to bro. I'm I'm a fucking Renaissance man. Malonga. Saturday, I'm out there like blowing fucking. Ra- oh man. By the way, I should really finish that. Blowing rounds and targets. <laughs> Blowing rounds and targets. Oh my god, I gotta. I really gotta finish. I'm horrible at this. <laughs> no, that uh, that Moisen the guy. I was shooting roughly at almost 100 rounds, standing unsupported, bro, hitting right where I was aiming. Hmm. Iron sights, because apparently this is a very commonly used uh, sniper rifle. I get why. I f- I believe. Now correct me if I'm wrong. I believe it's a 7.62 caliber. Um, and these, th- this thing is just like, you can hit, you can drive nails with this motherfucker. I've never seen a rifle like that, like that good. I've shot the M24. I've shot a lot of them. This one was just, it was incredible. So mm-hmm. yeah, seven, six, two by 54. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. We should, uh, when it cools mm-hmm. off, go shoot some video of it. Absolutely. Well, it's my buddy. It's my dance coach, Mark. Uh, he has the, uh, Moisley God. He had a, uh, uh, I didn't even know this thing existed. It's a shotgun, one barrel on the top, two at the bottom, and each one, it has two barrels that you can select from which kind of round you want to load into the main barrel. Hmm. And so at that range, uh, you can only do birdshot, but you can do slugs, you can do anything, and you just switch the novel, rack it, and there you go. It's like, holy fuck, that's badass. Hmm. I think he paid $600 for it. I'm like, dude, like, I love this. Like, this thing, this this is what I need for home defense right yeah. there. I don't, I don't want a nine. I don't want a 45. I want some fucking... I want a 16 gauge that's going to put Shoddy. some holes in that motherfucker. Like, I don't even have to make sure I'm, like, just in the vicinity of where you're at, and I'm going to clip your ass. Yeah. And, that's it. and plus, the psychological fuckery of just, I know. Like, you're going to shit yourself. This is so, my house. <clears throat> what is that type of rifle co- or shotgun called, guys? Like, squirm away on this one. Jaeger said he paid $100. Oh, that's, that's, like, crazy. Hmm. I need to do that, though. I need to get myself one of those. But he said he paid about six. KS-12. That's what it was. KS-12. Thank you. Yes. Um, bro, totally worth it. Sounds like a, a boy band. That sounds like a knockoff of Eminem's D12 or a failed vitamin. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. But <clears throat> hey, and real quick, before we get into the news, I, I received some fan mail. Um, and I know they're listeners to the podcast. And I wanted to tell these people that write me these letters uh, with romantic interests. I wanted to say, number one, thank you. I am very flattered. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. I'm really not helping my heterosexual fucking <laughs> premise here at all. I'm really not. <laughs> Even I would think I'm gay if I'm looking from the outside. Looks like, wait, you like the theater. You like tango. But then it's like, wait, you were in the army. You like to shoot. Uh, you like fucking working out. But working out can go either way. I mean, there's a lot of gay people that love working out and stuff. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. Am I gay, Josh? Um, I don't know. I mean, when we have Maybe. sex, do you feel like it's does, does it feel like gay sex? Uh, I feel like it's more of a transaction. Okay, that's fair enough. Then we're not gay. Yeah, yeah. No really monkeypox here. That's how you do it. Any that's how you don't catch monkeypox. Yeah. As long as you're heterosexual and you're having gay sex, you're fine. You're yeah, protected. You're, you're good. Mm-hmm. You're good. But the uh, the fan mail. Yeah, that was that yeah. was very sweet. It, yeah, it, it really is. <laughs> yeah, and I want to say mean, thank you. Um, but I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not interested, but I do appreciate you writing me these very <clears throat> lovely worded letters. Uh, one lady even included a picture. Thank you. I, I mean that, but then, you know, she wasn't, it, they weren't inappropriate. No. <clears throat> and I sincerely, from the bottom of my heart, I do appreciate that. I read your letters, by the way. I did. I would never, um, disclose the information. No. Yeah. I'm yeah. not going to do that. No. But, um, 
I just, I, you know, I don't want them to get their hopes up. I, I just want to be open and honest about that. I am, I'm currently talking to someone, so I do appreciate that. And I mean that, but also <clears throat> I'm not going to date somebody that writes me a letter. So you just don't know. I've done distance dating. It's very, yeah, I'm not doing it anymore. It's just not worth it. So, uh, yeah, I'm only gay on Wednesdays. Yeah. <clears throat> Dear John, I wrote you, but he still ain't calling. <laughs> <laughs> one of the, one of the ladies actually had referenced that. That was like, she, at least she has a great sense of humor. That was really sweet of her. So. But I just wanted to let them know. I know they're listeners to the podcast. Yeah, I so think they it's really their cool. Family. Think, Thank you. Yeah. And I mean that. Thank you very much. You took, see, I'm not an asshole all took the time. time out of their day to sit down. <clears throat> yeah. And, and these, mean, these were handwritten, handwritten letters, letters, too. Yeah. I'm Isn't like, that crazy in this day and age where it's like a handwritten letter is the equivalent of like getting a parchment to quill? It's like, oh, yeah, my God. Yeah, it really is. And they actually have really nice handwriting, which made me feel bad about myself because my shit looks like, like chicken uh, scratch. It's bad. No, it, it was just, again, from the bottom of my heart, thank you. That meant a lot to me. And if you want to write me, hey, feel free to write me. I do appreciate I will read your letters. I'm probably not going to respond, um, <clears throat> but thank you for that. Mm-hmm. I did read them both. So, all right. Let's get into the news, ladies and gentlemen. Um, read that part. Read that part. All right. Los Angeles ends citizenship requirement for government jobs. Wait, somebody says, when are you guys going to start your own dildo line? Just call it Shellcock. <laughs> Who says we haven't? Who says we haven't? We're not experimenting already. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, yeah, Los Angeles uh, ends citizenship requirement for government jobs. People in the United States illegally can now work for Los Angeles County with no requirement of proof of uh, providing citizenship. You're kidding me. You're kidding me. It, like, really? Would, if you were, a, if you live in the Los Angeles area, do you think you'd be able to file a lawsuit against the government for hiring illegal aliens in lieu of actual United States taxpaying citizens? Uh, I don't see why they couldn't. This is ridiculous. This is. Last week, the Los Angeles County Board of Supervisors voted unanimously to allow non citizens to work in government positions provided the position does not conflict with the state or federal law. Well, what? Being, it does. They're already illegal immigrants. Yeah, you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like, it's, just, what? it's in the name. It's <laughs> illegal. Uh, it's literally in the name. Yeah. <laughs> illegal. Illegal <laughs> alien. Dude, I, I don't fucking know. I don't fucking know. Well, then you have it's discretionary, not discretionatory, damn it. Wow. Yeah, oh, my God. That's where we're at. That's and and they wonder why people don't want to stay in California in that shithole. Yeah, no kidding. I see so many <clears throat> California license plates around. I'm oh, like, God, get away. God, get away. I, please be conservative or libertarian. People will still be required to provide proof of citizenship to work for the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department. Oh, my God. Oh, that's... Are you, hmm. Wait, hold, wait, hold on. Hold on. Wait a second. People will still be required to provide proof of citizenship to work for Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department. But you're saying those that can dictate policy of how those departments are to operate don't have to be citizens? Yeah. What fucking sense does that make? Now, again, they're going to counter that. I was like, well, they can't be in any job that's going to influence any kind of policy making. Bullshit. Bullshit. Don't shit down mm. my neck and tell me it's raining. <laughs> <clears throat> that's not gay. <laughs> Uh, authored by Chair Hidal uh, Juan Solis, 
and co-authored by Sheila Cool, the police allegedly aims to, or the policy allegedly aims to better represent the community and city government. Los Angeles County is a community of immigrants from each corner of the world, said Solis in a statement. <clears throat> and while our county government workforce reflects the community it represents, there is room for improvement. So now we got to have illegal alien representation. <laughs> What other country Bro, have, have these types of, uh, they're not laws, but scenarios <clears throat> that are going on where you have, like, it's not, obviously Mexico City, they're not doing that, <sighs> right? No, because they don't even want us there in Mexico right. City. A bunch They've of fucking gringos coming over here, stealing all the Mexicans' jobs, I breathing know. all the Mexican air. <laughs> breathing all the Mexican air. <laughs> they're going to be racist towards the white Eating gringos. All the breakfast tacos. Eating all the breakfast tacos that Nancy Pelosi and fucking Jill Biden like. <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they come right out and say it. Nobody says anything. No. He said if America said that, you'd have the Pope come out. Oh, my God. And be like, hmm, that's terrible. Well, I don't like the way you're talking to each other. <laughs> you do not need to be eating the breakfast tacos. Uh, that is a representative. Oh, wait, wait. The Pope's, the Pope's Argentinian? Yeah. Yeah, so he's not Italian. They talk like this. I thought like this, man. What the fuck you talking about? Either? Oh, real quick. I uh, forgot to add this in there. I watched House of Gucci. Oh, yeah? I, I, I don't follow stuff. I don't care about Dude, I still buy my jeans from fucking Walmart. I've, <clears throat> I've never even heard of it. What is it? Uh, Lady Gaga is in it. And then that famous Marine Corps dude who played um, in Star Wars. Fuck, I forget his name. He's a really good actor. Um, he was Darth Vader in Star Wars. But the newer ones, I believe. Or something like that. Anyway. <clears throat> it's, the House of Gucci, it's about the rise of Gucci. And then what happened? It's a really interesting story. Really? And it talks about, you know, being business owners, it had some really good uh, business stuff in there. And it's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Like, they got, dude, I think their, their, their empire right now is valued at, from what they said, was like $60 billion. Jesus, right? yeah. I believe it. Uh, Kylo Ren, yeah, he played Adam Driver. Adam Driver's the one, thank you. He played Kylo Ren. Uh, really, really talented actor. He was a previous Marine Corps dude. Um, just an amazing actor. Uh, and it was a really, and Lady Gaga is I the main role. I did see that SNL <laughs> skit that he did. Which one is that? Oh, it was pretty funny. It's like one of the funnier uh, skits that I've seen in a while where he's Kylo Ren uh -huh. and he's doing the uh, undercover boss uh -huh. where he acts like he's a... Uh, I haven't seen that. Oh, my God. Dude, I got to see that. <clears throat> yeah, I believe Adam Driver was uh, he was a Marine. <clears throat> yeah, because I think they did, uh, they did a lot of pieces about him. Um, but yeah, the movie's really good. I would suggest watching it. Um, if you're not into fashion, you don't really have to be into fashion. It's more of a... Are you sure you're not gay? <laughs> the day you see me out there, okay. So wait, you want to talk about somebody in like a big frilly pirate shirt, bro? Uh, you want to talk about somebody that's really into fat? Amory King. This dude is all about the Louis Vuitton. The guy, I've never given a fuck, and I'm not knocking that. Like my my preference preferential brand is just yeah. like next level T-shirts because it's tribal and I like the way it feels. Whatever's yeah. on it, I don't fucking care. Yeah. But Amory loves him some Louis Vuitton. Like oh, he flaunts that shit. He loves that shit. Oh, He's all about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's him, in him, fashion. He's in the fashion. Me, I don't personally fucking care. Like I wear half the time I'm in blue jeans and a shell shock t shirt. Of course he also walks around in his <clears> videos <throat> with his shirt off. That's true. I mean That's true. But I mean, don't we all? No. You don't work around your house with your shirt off? Well, not in video myself. Oh, oh, oh. He's oh, like yeah, making posts and shit like that. <clears throat> yeah, but he does shirt. funny stuff. It's, yeah. I it, it, Amory's hilarious. Amory yeah. is really good, dude. His Twitter is fucking straight fire. Yeah. He's, I love, anytime I get a Twitter account banned and I create a new one, he's the first account I follow. Because that guy, yeah. he just, he trashes the left hardcore. I love it, so. <clears throat> but yeah, it was a good movie. It describes what happened with the House of Gucci. And, and, you know, I think anybody knows this, but there are currently no Gucci family members still in that company. Really? 
Mm-hmm. There are no Gucci family members still in that company. Hmm. It's pretty fucked up. Like McDonald's. I didn't know that. Did you ever see the movie? Uh, the, I think it's called The Founder. Mm. Yeah, it's really interesting. Oh, is that the one with Michael Keaton? Yep. No, I didn't see that one. But didn't somebody say that... Um, <clears throat> Ruthless. What was it? It was something about how McDonald's is actually own don't own the land. I forget what it was. It's, it became about real estate. So yes, it goes yes. back to Michael Keaton is like a, I don't know, a blender salesman. Mm-hmm. And he has his company out in California that are... I think it's California, but they're pump like they keep ordering more of these uh, these machines from them. So he goes out there, he's got he's like I got to see what's going on out here, and he mm-hmm. sees their setup and it's McDonald's mm-hmm. and they're cranking out hamburgers and all this shit. And so he gets this idea to franchise, and they're like, yeah, we've tried. Mm-hmm. And so he basically takes over their whole operation, and then they get kicked out of their own company, mm. like even lose their name. They like I don't think they <coughs> made any money off of it. What? Yeah, because oh, like sad. at the at the end, there he's supposed to get like a million bucks. And this is, I don't know, back in the 60s or whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, th- he ends up screwing them on the entire deal. And he owns all the land that the McDonald's are on. So mm-hmm. it's pretty hardcore stuff. The business is like... Yeah, I'm like, mm, maybe I'm not going to eat McDonald's today. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I don't eat there anymore either. Their burgers are fucking tiny. It's ridiculous. Even yeah. Whataburger. It's it's hard to find a, a yeah. good McDonald's where like oh everything comes together. Like the fries are good. Yeah. Because the, chi- the okay, kids so loves like, chicken nuggets. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, okay, so McDonald's fries are usually the best. Yeah. I'll give them that. But their burgers are ridiculous. Most people's hamburgers now have gotten so tiny. Yeah. Like, yeah, I gotta, you got to order three of them even to get the equate to what it was one back in, like, the 90s and the 80s. You know, I don't get the <clears throat> In-N-Out burger craze. I passed one yesterday, I, I didn't think it's and that, there was yeah. a line, like, 15 miles long. I'm like, is it that good? Like, their fries taste like styrofoam to me. I'm not. A, I don't like the potato way or the potato waffle fries. I'm not a fan of those. I just don't get <clears> it. Like uh, it's okay, I guess. I don't it's not know, the greatest. Yeah, but I, I just I don't even eat McDonald's anymore because now the one place mm. I will still eat is I will still eat Whataburger sometimes. Yeah. Even their burgers have shrank, but the one place that I will love always love to go is the Wakey's ba- w- uh, Wendy's Baconator. Love that one because it has the pretzel bun. Oh my god. Oh my god. More bacon. More bacon. That's so good. And so, so if you're in Dallas, and you. Uh, you're a burger fan. Twisted Root is one of my favorite places. It's always the Down it's always the, the one-offs. It's yeah. never the franchises that make good food anymore, and that's mm-hmm. why franchises get such a bad rep. Now, the one franchise that I will stick up for is I like Dickie's Barbecue. I love it. I do. I don't think... <clears throat> why, do you, why do you hate them? <clears throat> I, just, I have never been to a Dickie's where it's been really good barbecue. Really? Yeah. I mean, I know Bucky's has really good barbecue. I don't know. You I know like what? <clears throat> Their wings are pretty good. Dickies? Yeah. I didn't know they that. Do they smoke wings? They're, I didn't pretty, know that. they're pretty good. Oh. I didn't know they but did. But I like to make my own wings. If you get an air fryer, you like chicken wings, I'm telling you, dude, it's super easy. I'm, uh, I don't cook enough. I keep, <clears throat> I just bought a water. Okay. So I was on TikTok and I, there's this dude on there. He's called like Angry Chef or something. And all he does is rate other people's cooking and he does it in a very funny manner. Like, I love this dude. He's like, just really, he's an asshole. I was like, I totally connect with this guy. Um, <laughs> but he was watching this one. And this got me so fucking turned on. This woman takes brioche bread, sprays it down with, I think it was like a little bit of olive oil, vinaigrette or whatever, uh, brie, turkey, and I forget what else, and puts it in a waffle maker. Hmm. And so I added strawberry preserve to it. Oh, my God. It was fantastic it oh it was amazing it was amazing I'll tell you, it's <clears throat> so that's the last thing i bought i actually went up to a walmart and bought like a cheap ass little waffle maker but i was like i need to get an air fryer i was like i don't cook enough 
I, don't, I would you never know, cook it's, it. You know, it's nice just to have just for those things. There, I mean, there's you can cook <clears throat> salmon in another shit, but I was just my kids love these chicken wings. Oh yeah, well, I mean, just, yeah, you yeah. You take them. I use uh, some of the grill your ass off spices. Love Jason's grill your ass off. And then uh, douse it with a. Uh, a little bit of like a tablespoon of flour, mm-hmm. and you just put them in the um, air fryer for like 20 minutes. I mean, best Dude, wings ever. Up until like maybe six months ago, I didn't even know what the fucking air fryer was. Yeah. I'm, Everybody's like, you like, don't have an air fryer? I was like, I don't even know what the fuck that is. Douchebag. Douchebag. No wonder you're fucking gay. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. I still put it in the oven like everybody else. My bad. So, I don't know. Uh, it's worth it. I'm not sure. I know what it is now. We got get on that topic but I'm now, hungry, now i'm hungry now i'm hungry there we go uh china puts on military spectacle uh in attempt to scare away nancy pelosi away from taiwan uh the chinese people's liberation army staged military exercises and published propaganda videos of various weapons including an alleged aircraft carrier killer on sunday and monday in anticipation of speaker of the house nancy pelosi arriving in asia and potentially visiting taiwan um Pelosi landed in Singapore on Monday and has since met with its president and prime minister, bringing along a congressional delegation. Pelosi's office confirmed the delegation would also visit Malaysia, South Korea, and Japan. Rumors for weeks have indicated that Pelosi had long been considering a surprise stop in the sovereign democratic nation of Taiwan, defying the Chinese Communist Party, which falsely claims Taiwan as a rogue province and dismisses its government as an illegitimate separatist entity. Okay, I, I do have to ask this question. If that's how China feels, what's preventing them from trying to take over Taiwan? I think that's next on their uh, list of things to do, <clears> right? <throat> yeah, but I, I don't know, man. I think... They're like, oh, I don't know. look how easy Russia went into Ukraine. I was about to say, though, if they were going to do it, now was the time. Because, again, we have a weak presidency. Biden is not a wartime. I mean, Biden's not even a peacetime president. He's sure as fuck not a wartime president. Oh, no, he's a complete idiot. He's a, he's a moron. He's a bumbling idiot. Well, he's got COVID again, so fingers crossed. We'll see. <laughs> I don't care. I don't give a fuck. I hate the guy. He's a piece of shit. So we're going to see what happens. So Representative Michael McCall, Republican out of Texas, confirmed to Breitbart News last week that Pelosi was planning to visit Taiwan and had invited him to join, though he was unable to due to scheduling reasons. Smart move. Like I said before, don't go with her. Because if she kicks something off, she's to blame. China said don't go over there. Now, I'm not saying that we listen to what China tells us to do. When you've got a weak-ass president... Um, maybe don't push buttons until we get like a good president in office that can actually handle anything kind of, cause do you think China ever would have said something like this if Trump was still in office? Oh, psh, hell no. Fuck. No, they wouldn't have. Absolutely. Oh, they um, they right now there's some shit kicking off over in, um, is it Syria? Oh, fuck. Who was it? Uh, I think it was, <clears throat> oh man, there was some shooting going on in Oh, man, I just saw the article. Where the fuck was it? I don't want to say Kosovo. I forget where it was. I'll have to look this up. Probably cover it on tomorrow's podcast. Is it Belarus? Mm. Is it around Ukraine? Is it, I think it was Serbia. I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I got to go back and look because I read the article. I'm like, oh, my God. this could Because the president, their president put out, is it Serbia and Kosovo? I don't know. The president put out something. No, it wasn't Palestine. It wasn't. They're always fighting. Um, but their president had talked about how we could be getting into some more uh, fighting. It's like, oh, God, here we go. Chat saying Serbia. <clears throat> it could be Serbia. I have to go look it up. Look it up. But it's kind of like we don't need this right now because you know Biden's going to get us involved somehow. It's like, this ain't our beef. This ain't our beef. I don't know. Uh, they say China covets Taiwan chip technology. Um, 
they don't want to risk losing the infrastructure to create their own if China takes over Taiwan. Oh, God. Uh, Taliban, Iran, Green Zone, Kosovo. I don't know. There, there's just a lot of different things going on right now. All I can think of is we just don't have a president that can handle it. Or he's going to get us involved. And it's like, you don't. And even if you did, you can't handle it. No. So, so Nancy Pelosi's a scumbag. She shouldn't be going any, anywhere Fuck representing no. the United States. Like, yeah. Like, really? Stop. So, <clears throat> I mean, Stop. But, and they're talking about shooting her plane down if she comes over there. Is that right? Me over here with my fingers crossed. Uh, <laughs> um, hey, China. Uh, we'll make a trade. You know? Yeah, it's a, Isn't that pathetic? Isn't it so pathetic that I'm sitting here? here Pelosi's plane really has an emergency problems during her trip around China. The People's Liberation Army aircraft can provide protection to her plane. Like, who is this bitch? Who's she's, this she's, total scumbag? Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, if you go to all the way down to the bottom of the article, it says Nancy Pelosi used to be pretty anti-Chinese Communist Party early in her career. And then mm-hmm. and her then, husband and son started and seeking deals mm-hmm. in Beijing. So all this time. And now she's not. Go figure. Yeah. All this time when they accused Trump of all this Russian yeah. collusion, all this shit. It's been the Democrats in bed with China. Yeah. Whatever go fucking figure. The Democrats are blaming other people up or accusing other people. Up, they're doing it. They're doing it themselves. Yeah. Like, and I wish more people would wake up to that, especially Democrats. Yeah. I mean, I mean, because I don't think all Democrats are terrible people. I just right. think they're they're so used to being lied to that they believe these lies. They believe Joe Biden when he talks about yeah. like, corn pop or Jesus, you know, serving. I don't, did he like all of his lies? Like everything yeah. that comes out of his <clears> mouth <throat> is a lie. Like nothing has ever come true. Yeah. Anything that he says, they're all a bunch of fucking. Yeah, it's just lies. So I think they've just been lied to so much they're used to it. But yeah. you know, I hope they at some point wake up to. Like how terrible these people are. Jesus. I mean, because I voted for George Bush. Mm-hmm. Like I thought he was a good guy. Thought he was the best option. But it turns out they're all the fucking same. Hindsight, Gore, 2020. Yeah. yeah, they're all the same. Yeah, that's I why get I it. Mitt Romney in 2012. I'm like, Ron Paul is my guy. <clears throat> yeah. You know, Mitt Romney is just establishment guy. So we actually have uh, Rand Paul is in the fucking news again, and I'm I'm not getting my hopes up, but I'm kind of getting them up. Um, <clears throat> Rand Paul vows to get answers on COVID-19 origins in gain-of-function hearing. Paul argues there is significant evidence that the COVID-19 pandemic originated in Wuhan, China lab. Now, again, the reason I'm not going to get my hopes up is because, say, like, they already admitted this. Yeah. This has already been seen in the emails leaked by Fauci. Right. But even if they admit it, who's going to jail? Nobody. Nobody. Yeah. Fauci gets to retire. He's still going to be making 400 fucking grand a year. Yep. Nothing changes. Nothing. You know, if anything, <clears throat> what we should do is we know it came from the Wuhan lab in China. Mm-hmm. China should be penalized. Yep. Like any debt that we owe them mm-hmm. should be wiped out completely. Much less the world. Because, I mean, they killed millions across the world with this. But yeah, also well, the same time. Every token, country though. needs to handle themselves how they see fit. But here's but the fucked as up as part. the United States, I think we should say, you know what, China? We know this came from your fucking lab. But we also gain a function researched. Yeah, but still, that doesn't give you the right to release it onto the world because you don't like the president. I don't think they did that. I do. I don't think they did. I think it was a fuck up. I really do. Uh, mm, I don't know. Do you, <laughs> if, if that hadn't happened, mm-hmm. do you think Trump would still be president? Because you wouldn't have mail-in ballots, right? I mean, that's what I mm. think. I think these I people know. are complete scumbags and think way outside the box to where they say, you know what? Yeah. If <clears> something like this happens... Them. Then we're able to control the population more. We could shut down the entire world because this guy was putting the he he turned the world upside down, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Got out of the Paris climate deal, mm-hmm. new trade deals, all this shit. But that was going to be reversed even world once Trump was out of office. He's over in North Korea. 
<clears throat> going where no president has ever gone before. Yeah, true. So, I mean, it was in the best interest of all these global elites to not have him in office or did not have him in this position. Oh, for sure. of power. Well, I just so, saw that there was a thing that Trump was uh, speaking with um, on the World Economic Forum yeah. and Klaus Schwab saying Schwab was doing a good job. stuff. I don't know if this is back in 2020. I'm not sure. But I think uh, that inner guy dude, Anomaly, who I've talked to before, yeah. he did a thing on it. And yeah. It's kind of like, uh-oh. Like it's, it's He's like, a sharp. There's a lot of it's like, why the very fuck is sharp Trump, commentators. Is, yeah, but why is Trump talking to Schwab? Why? He talks to a lot of people. <clears throat> I don't know. I think there's this is the thing causation that behind everything. that I don't think everybody he put in his office was obviously a good person. Right. I think generally he probably has a good I just gauge see. of uh, how people are, but... I want to see the same zeal that people have going after Tulsi and Crenshaw for mm. being on the World Economic Forum website. Why aren't they going after Trump, too? And I'm not justifying them being there. It's not what I'm saying. But mm. I'm like, why aren't you doing it towards Trump, too? If we're going to go after these people, go after all of them. And Trump yeah. was talking to Klaus Schwab, literally called, said he was doing a great job. Why are Republicans silent? Because I, even I didn't know. Maybe they don't know. Because until I saw that video, I was like, what the fuck? I didn't know about that. I just <clears> honestly <throat> think that's how he is. Because he said the same thing about... Uh, What's the leader of North Korea? What's his name? Kim Jong-un. Yeah. So, you know, he said, <clears throat> obviously, he's not a great guy. He's yeah. a dictator. Yeah. And oppresses his country, the yeah. people in his country. But mm -hmm. he made it to where he's like, you know, he's a good guy. You know, talk to him. Yeah. Keeping the peace. Yeah. I mean, that's just one of those things of kind of like when you're trying to keep the peace between countries and the guy's clearly a fucking dictator. What are you going to say? Like, hey, it's a piece of shit, but we're friends. It's like, I get it. What are you going to say? That's a slippery slope. I mean, I mean you said the I, same thing about me, Saddam for me, Hussein. For me, it would just be one of those things of like, hey, we're, we're talking, you know, we're, we're getting some things worked out where yeah. we can have peace between our two countries. Right. I think there's definitely a better way of saying it. than like, hey, he's a good guy. I like, oh, probably wouldn't say that. Probably wouldn't say because I remember we talked about that when he actually did that. Yeah, when the earlier podcast. So, but you think you talk people talk about Saddam Hussein? You know, obviously he was a terrible person. He's kind of a dickhead. But he kept, tried to kill my father. He kept the peace in the Middle East, bro. Right? Uh, yeah. I, I, he, he didn't. He didn't. Uh, I mean, like terrorists <laughs> didn't take over. The, I know. But at the same token, though, he killed like over five thousand Kurds. He gassed them, and he fucking murdered a lot of people. So, so what was the benefit of having him killed and not run? Iraq anymore. Oh, exactly. So I think where I was, are we now? So yeah, it, it's, yeah. there is no good option at that yeah. point. It's like, what's the lesser of two evils? To me, it's just one of those things that like that's their country, that's their issue. It's e not our exactly. Issue. That yeah. is not our issue. Like, yeah. we're not police. We're not supposed to police the world. I think that that was just Bush's way of trying to get back out of Saddam if we try to like assassinate his dad. That's all I can think about. Maybe. I mean, do do I think the nine eleven was an inside job? Like, I, dude, I don't know because there's so much connection between the Obamas and the Bushes. Like, there's a lot. Obamas, the Bushes, uh -huh. uh, was some. Oh, I'm sorry, some, not Obamas, uh, the Bin Ladens. Bin Laden, yeah, Bin yeah. Laden. Was, I just saw something about Prince Charles taking money from the Bin Ladens. Nothing would shock me at this point. Yeah, nothing would shock me at this point. I didn't get to read the story, <clears throat> but I, I saw. I think it might have been in Breitbart. Uh, report mass layoffs coming this month to CNN parent company Warner Bros. Discovery. Uh, mass layoffs are reportedly in the works at Warner Brothers Discovery, the new parent company of the far left CNN, with Discovery executives seeking to slash headcount as early as next week. August had long been rumored to mark the start of the mass layoffs, with the first wave expected to as early as next week as the honeymoon period for the recently merged media empire draws to an end, according to a report from Deadline. 
Uh, thousands of workers are reportedly expecting to be impacted by the layoffs, which are expected to stretch through Thanksgiving. The protracted period of pain comes as CEO David Salzov cleans house amid a pledge to find at least $3 billion in savings. One of his first moves upon taking power this year was to shut down CNN Plus, the highly touted but little-watched brainchild of CNN's Jeff Zucker, who also was ousted from his position this year amid low record or record low ratings and a sex scandal. Um, CNN was shut down or CNN Plus was shut down just after a month of operation, a major embarrassment for the cable news network that positioned itself as uh, ferociously anti-Trump um, under the Zucker. Warner Bros. Discovery also canceled the TBS show Full Frontal with Samantha B. The comedy show has long been a ratings underperformer with its... Uh, okay, that's Samantha B. Yeah, she wasn't even funny. Samantha... Yeah, she was the one that called, uh, what was yeah, it? Malani the feckless cunt or whatever. Yeah, Samantha B. Infelix called it. Ivanka Trump a feckless cunt. Recently encouraged her viewers to harass Supreme Court justice. It's been canceled after seven seasons. How the fuck she lasts for seven seasons beyond? She's I not know. funny. I know. That's these people are not funny. They're just not. Like, that's the thing. It's like, these people call for others to get harassed. Like, go beat their ass. That's what you should happen. You should go harass these bitch. You should get your ass beat is what you should do. The shakeup had already begun in earnest at the Warner Brothers studio with Toby Emmerich recently leaving as head of the motion picture studio. Okay, blah, 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 blah. Uh, yeah. A deadline reported that big changes could also come to HBO Max streaming service. One possibility sees HBO Max being folded into a combined entity along with Discovery Plus. The streamer could also see a drastic cutback in its programming. CNN is dying, and thank God. Yeah, that, thank that God. would be the... Uh, oh, bro, that'd be so great. That'd, that'd be the one to buy, like if you're a billionaire. Well, I wouldn't touch it. No, no. Oh yeah, you can mm -hmm. totally. It's a, everything is already. The, all the components are there. They're there, but you got to rename it. You got to redo yeah, all that that's shit. That's it. I, just, mm. I think that would come up with enough gusto that everybody yeah, would okay. know who. Would, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, yeah, you just sure you could rebrand it. New ownership. Yeah, new ownership. I, I mean, change the name from CNN to something else. We're gonna call it BNN Burke News Network. Burke News. There you go. Penis. <laughs> We got the greatest gay programming that you've ever seen. <laughs> but we're not gay. We just like the taste of dick. <laughs> Trump blasts idea of swapping Russian arms dealer for potentially spoiled Britney Griner. I, I was waiting for Trump to weigh on in this. And this is the kind of stuff that I love that Trump gets involved in because he's right. This is why people love Trump because he does speak the language of most American people out there, especially when it comes to shit like this. Yeah. Former President Donald Trump blasts the proposed plan to swap WNBA player Britney Griner, who was imprisoned in Russia, um, for arms dealer Victor Bout calling her a potentially spoiled person. Last week, reports surfaced that the Biden administration offered the Kremlin convicted Russian arms dealer Victor Bout, who has been sentenced to 25 years in U.S. prison in exchange for Griner and corporate security executive Paul Wieland, who had been in prison in Russia for allegedly espionage that he denies. John Kirby, a White House national security spokesman, told reporters that President Joe Biden personally signed off on the deal to free Griner and Whelan. The president and his team are willing to take extraordinary steps to bring them home, said Kirby. You know exactly why they're bringing her back. You know exactly why the Biden is. If she was white, not a fucking no. Why? Paul Whelan. Who's the white other dude? guy that's Nothing. In there? Nothing. Now they're going to push for this. But as soon as a black woman gets, oh, my God. Oh, my. The protected class of American citizens. We got to go. Oh, we got to get them out. This is ridiculous. This is fucking... Now, is Russia being too hard? 100% they are. Yes. But really? You want to exchange a, a Russian ar international arms dealer known as the Merchant of Death? Are yeah. you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? Like, if you want to do a prisoner swap, 
yeah. let's at least make it measured in the same way. It's like, yeah. okay, well, we got a Russian pot dealer. All right, we'll, we'll make a change here. She got caught bringing in pot. This guy grew pot. We'll make a swap. There you go. At the same token, Biden's trying to get her out of a Russian gulag. Meanwhile, how many people do we have locked up for weed? Oh. You fucking kidding me? Yeah. You fucking kidding? This is like so hypocritical. So hypocritical. Yeah. Fuck this bitch. The same woman who's like, I don't fucking want to play the national anthem, blah, blah, blah. She is a spoiler, but fuck her. Yeah. Who said that she, you know, she's come out as like so much anti america so Why the fuck are we trading shit for her? Hey, guys. If I was president, I'd poop in a box. And I'd send her over the house, swap you. She's shit. I'll give you my shit. It's the president's shit. That's a presidential poop. It's got to be worth something. Right. Fuck, more than that John Ross guy's crappy paintings. <laughs> oh, my God. Ew. Good for Trump. Call this, call this shit out. Um, speaking on the radio program, Clay Travis and Buck Sexton show, former President Trump referred to Grenier as potentially spoiled person for being irresponsible during a trip to Russia. She went in there, she went in there loaded up with drugs in a hostile territory where they're very vigilant about drugs. They don't like drugs. <laughs> and she got caught, folks. And now we're supposed to, to get her out. And she makes, you know, a lot of money, I guess. And we're supposed to get her out for an absolute killer and one of the biggest arms dealer in the world. Absolute this is a killer. Horrible, horrible deal. She's fired. She's fired. So fired. He's right. Trump's right on this. He's speaking the language of most American people. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, yeah. really? He's 100% right. And that's why, I do, that's why people, like, love Trump. He does uh, when he says things like that that resonate with the most common Americans. That's they love them some Trump. I do think he would still get her out though. Trump? Yeah, I think he would. He could, but it certainly wouldn't be in exchange for a fucking arms no. dealer. Like no. hell no! Like this is the worst, worst yeah. trade deal ever, folks. Worst trade deal. Absolutely. No, he not. would get her. I mean, he's not yeah. the type. He would make a good deal though. Like oh yeah, the uh, they know what they're doing. Oh absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, we got some good news, though. Pope Francis calls for Ukraine and Russia to stop and negotiate. Hey, man. <laughs> hey, man, I'm going to you right now, okay? As I, hear, as I sit here on my, my pedestal made of gold, man, okay? Because I am the representation of Christ on earth. So you're going to fucking listen to me, okay? So, put down your fucking weapons, okay? I'm not, I'm not going to tell you again. Do you know how much gas he is to fuel up the Pope Mobile? <laughs> 125. The jet is fucking ridiculous, man. <laughs> to keep my heat turned down in my palace? You know how much it's fucking costing me? Huh? <laughs> fucking cockroaches. <laughs> North Street one. Terrible deal. John, you might be closer with Italian accent. Argentina speaks Spanish with an Italian accent. Oh, fuck. I'm not, I'm not even going to try that. To practice that in the mirror. Yeah, how the fuck do you practice that? <laughs> Let me tell you something here. So, <laughs> Pope Francis offers prayers for Ukraine Sunday while urging the warring parties to stop and negotiate. Uh, during my recent journey to Canada, I did not cease praying for the suffering and bettered Ukraine or battered Ukraine. Oh, well, that, that, you know what? Man, I'm going to sleep good tonight knowing that. Hey, thanks, Pope. I appreciate the fact that you're still praying for them. That thanks. means a lot. Outside of that, are you, like, doing anything for anybody outside of just making these calls? Like, are you, like, you still have, like, a mansion made of gold. Uh, you, you have a lot of fucking money. A lot of I mean, let me, let me ask you this, though. Let me ask you this. If we looked at a preacher, like a Christian preacher, mm -hmm. and he's rolling in, like, gold-studded everything. He's making buku dollars. 
don't you think you kind of have like a little beef with that? Because didn't Christ even talk about like give away your goods, support the poor, all stuff like that? And then you got a pastor that's like just rolling money. You got the uh, what's Pat, Joel Olstein and the rest of these dudes. The guy's name Pat uh, Robertson, I think, mm-hmm. is over here in Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. I can't. I think that's his name. I can't remember. These dudes are to, making so much money. But he had a reporter mm-hmm. stop him and yep. ask him about his private jets and all of his cash and his mm-hmm. spendings and everything. Wouldn't this be the uh, in the same yeah. arena? Yeah. But like, if it's why the Pope, do you need a gold but if, scepter? But if it's the Pope, it's okay. Like, how is that different? Because he's the vicar of Rome. Like, uh, no, I know he's not. Didn't he's Christ not a lawmaker, the, right? Yeah. Didn't the, didn't Christ say the same thing to everybody? Like, I don't know. I just think when anybody is like claiming to be a preacher and they represent the Word of God and all those things, and then you're rocking like tailored suits and you're just living the high life. Yeah, there's something probably wrong with that. You should probably practice what yeah, you preach. Kenneth Copeland. That's who it was. Kenneth Copeland. Okay. Yeah. You guys got it. Yeah, there you go. Kenneth Copeland. But uh, but yeah, I mean, hey, they're well within their rights to go up and ask the guy, you know, know, why do you think it's necessary for you to go out and have like two Gulfstream jets? Yep, I agree. Because uh, we've got to uh, spread the message of a God across the world, yeah. mainly to uh, you know the uh, the Hawaiian and the Caribbean and the nice vacation you guys places. Can, they could fly commercial. You could fly first class. Why are people like going after people like Elon Musk for like you could you could end world hunger, but you're not like saying anything about the Pope that can literally do the same. Well, maybe not the same as Elon Musk, but he's got so much money and pull. This guy could leave. Like here's the other thing. Like this is where people. Um, because the Pope used to be, like, the head dude across the world. Mm-hmm. The Pope was the fucking king of the world. Like, kings bowed to the Pope. Now, if you think, like, the Pope called for a crusade, do you think people would do it? No. You think countries would do it? Because the Pope, because, like, back in the day, it would be the equivalent of, like, the Pope saying, hey, President of America, I want you to go invade Jerusalem to liberate it from the, the Muslims. And I'm just being facetious here. I'm not mm-hmm. being literal. Um, and they would do it. Like he, he called for the, the Crusades. Uh, he had a lot of pull, a lot of way. Yeah. He called for wars on sistering nations. But now it's like the Pope has like lost all power. Like he can, he can call for everything. Nobody. This guy's calling for fucking um, Russia and Ukraine to like knock it off. And they're like, yeah, go fuck yourself. Who said that? Who said this? The guy in the total hat, the gold scepter. Yeah. I just, I don't know. Yeah. I, uh, I don't agree with the Pope. And plus, he's a fucking liberal. This guy, like, no. He's, no. Well, here's here's some other funny news. Uh, climate activists rage against Taylor Swift's private jet taking 170 flights this year. Same for people like Leonardo DiCaprio. All these green activists are some of the biggest polluters. Yeah. But you're gonna, they're going to come and they're going to talk at us. They're going to they're gonna preach to us. Like, we're the main contributors of pollution. When we're just trying to live, like we might go on one vacation once or twice a year if we're lucky, but we're the problem. Like these, like Taylor Swift, 170 flights on a private jet just this year. Hey, I'm all for it, but keep your damn mouth shut. Exactly. Don't preach to me. About pollution and all that other shit. Exactly. Like if that's how you want to get around, awesome. Do your thing, but don't you fucking sit there and tell me and preach to me about like going green. Fuck you and your green. Yep. According to the research from Yard, a sustainable marketing agency that gathered cutting edge data on the celebrities 
with the worst private jet CO2 emissions in 2022. Swift's private jet flew 170 times this year with an average time of 80 minutes. Taylor Swift might be today's pop princess, but Yard's research found that Miss Swift is the biggest celebrity CO2E polluter of this year so far, racking up a total of 170 flights on a private jet since January. Taylor has amassed a vast 22,923 minutes in air, 15.9 days, quite a large amount considering she is not currently touring. Taylor's average flight time is just 80 minutes and an average of 139.36 miles per flight. Her total flight emissions for the year come in at roughly 8,293.54 tons uh, or Tony's M, blah, 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 36 minutes long. Okay. Uh, Swift's carbon footprint was followed closely by boxing champion Floyd Mayweather, while movie mogul Steven Spielberg stood at number six. I'd like to see where uh, Leonardo DiCaprio stands. That guy screams the loudest sometimes. Legendary film director Steven Spielberg is sixth list, blah, 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 blah. All right. Um, and then people are tweeting out. The one dude says the problem goes far beyond Taylor Swift and private jets, celebs, corporations, the Uber rich leaving massive carbon footprints is a worldwide trend. The wealthiest 1% emits about 70 times more carbon than the bottom 50%. Hmm. Taylor Swift's reps are inept, LOL. She loans her jet to other famous people to pollute the skies is not the move. The correct strategy is to ignore this, plus have Taylor make a self-depreciating joke about it. After that, you take the jet out of commission and leak the news. I mean... <clears throat> uh, the story is completely false. Here's the official statement from her reps. Um, of course. Of course you're going to say. What are they, what are they saying? Uh, Rapper Taylor tells us Taylor's jet is loaned out regularly to other individuals to attribute most of all of these trips to her blatantly is blatantly incorrect. Okay, sure. It's still your jet. Like, that doesn't that doesn't change anything. It's still your jet. Yeah. It's like people coming to borrow my car. It's like, that car is the worst polluter. Like, yeah, but I'm just loaning it out, so it's not me. It's like, but you're allowing it to happen, and it's yours. Now, again, I don't care. I'm with you. It's like, I don't give a fuck what she does. Yeah. But don't sit there and, like, preach to us. And then, of course, where's Greta Thunberg? How dare you? Uh, how dare you? D-Swizzle. Why? Why? Why, D-Swizzle? <laughs> You're killing the birds. Uh, who's she? Let's see. I, I think her... I just think she's a bonehead. I think they're all stupid. Yeah. yeah. I mean, did you ever... There was this one... I think it was her documentary that she did. Oh, uh, God, back, yeah. Did you see that? Where I she saw was the on coming like, attractions, and oh my god, where she endorsed the Democratic yep. nominee for uh, Tennessee, and she was so destroyed when uh, when her candidate lost. Like she really felt like her endorsement was the law of Tennessee. And oh yeah, everybody yeah. got behind. She had so She's much. She's clearly yeah. out of touch. Yeah. Well, these are celebrities. I mean, most of them are. Like, yeah. And her. Just the way she handled herself after hearing that information was just—you could see the the entitlement these people actually uh, to have think, for the to, yeah. yeah, like, uh, what, what do you mean my my opinion didn't change anything? Uh, like, yeah. Well, it actress doesn't. Lena Dunham, overruling of Roe v. Wade—one of the darkest days of my life. Why you're ugly? Uh, oh, you see, you see where Matt Gates is doing this now? Yeah, bro. Bro, everybody's sending me this video. It's like, does he listen to podcasts? Like, I don't know. No, maybe. Maybe. Because he's, he's literally uh, saying what I've been saying. I know. He I actually he has the balls say, to say it. I'm like, damn, good for you, bro. Good I for he was you. I going to say unfuckable. He, he damn near did. <laughs> I know. He damn near did. I love it. 
I love it. And I'm like, finally, some like, here's the thing. Oh my God. Let this grow into a trend. Let it grow into a trend and make fun of them because it's funny. It's like, why is it the fat, unfuckable ones are the most worried about not being able to get abortion? Like, who's fucking you? Nobody. What are you talking about? Oh my God. That's why most of you turn gay. What's Leah? What's she? She did a book where she even talked about that she fucked her sister. Uh, yeah. Filmmaker Lena Dunham, who once said she had never had an abortion but wishes she had, says the U.S. Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe v. Wade was one of the darkest days she's ever experienced in her life. But you've never even had an abortion, so what are you worried about? You fucking kidding me? Again, this is just virtue signaling. It's standing up on their little presumptuous pedestal and just, oh, it's the worst day of my life. Really? Because I think 9-11 probably one of the worst of mine. I mean, well, not counting military service. But it's like, really? From a civilian standpoint, you think Roe v. Wade overturned, you know, being overturned is like one of the worst days yet on the day that we lost over 3,000 innocent Americans in the 9-11 World Trade Attack? Like that? Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. And to them, anything that doesn't go their way, it's the worst day ever. <laughs> Hold my beer, bitch. It's going to get worse. <laughs> it's going to get worse. Mm. I'm mm. terrified, Dunham told Yahoo Entertainment of the courts. Uh, blah, 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 blah. I grew up with a mother who was part of the downtown women's action coalition that went and held hands around abortion clinics to make sure that women could enter and exit safely without being harassed by protesters. Oh, oh. Wait, what was that? Are you talking about the ones that are like the clinics, the pro-life clinics are getting firebombed and shit right now? Where, where are you for that? Yeah. Where, where are you for that, Lena? Where's your mom on that one? Hopefully she's dead so she doesn't have to see what a piece of shit you become. Just saying. What are these scumbags? You had yeah. Elizabeth Warren talking about we need to shut down these pro-life clinics. Mm-hmm. These people are garbage. Like, why would you want to shut down a clinic because that helps anything be- that counters yeah. their narrative? Even if it's even if they like coincides in, in like the direction of good. Yeah. No, because it's on the right. Therefore, it has to be destroyed. That's how stupid these people are. And you had that video of that fucking nerd who uh, mm-hmm. spray painted. Mm-hmm. And- Abortions aren't safe, then mm-hmm. neither are you. Like Jane's these, addiction or whatever. Yeah, like these dudes are actually going to fucking do anything. It's like a bunch of fucking little cocksuckers. You see that picture of him? He looks oh, like yeah. a fucking nerd. He's a fucking little twig. It's like, like what are you going to do, bro? What are you, you don't believe in guns. black outfit. Yeah. He just could possibly uh, put on there. It's just, just a douche. Total douche. Can we have a war with them, please? Can we declare war? That'd be so fun. We're going to go out and hunt in Jane's Revenge and Antifa. That'd be so easy. We just say, like, hey, we're going to have a Republican convention. They'd all show up and we just mow them down. That'd be great. A backhand with. The ring finger. Oh, that'd be great. That'd be so great. Seriously. I mean, who does that to a pro-life clinic? A, 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 Pieces of a shit. A place yeah. where women go who are pregnant to get help. I and you're going to firebomb it? It'd be it? great. It'd be great to see them like getting ready to launch that model time. You just drop them. You'd fucking... Oh, man, I'd love to have my Savage just sit there and just rack that one. And I'm telling you. Just watch them drop. And then they're like the Molotov explode on the ground and engulf them in a thing of flames. Oh, that'd be so good. Mm. That'd be like at least five points in Call of Duty. Least. At, At least, least a free airstrike. <laughs> if anything, I'd clip it. That's for sure. All right. Brooke Shields. Once a woman is over 40, they're out to pasture. You really whining about this? Actress Brooke Shields <laughs> says once that a woman is in show business is over 40 years old, she is put out to pasture. You knew this. What do you mean? Yeah, okay. So, I mean, not in all cases. Case in point, you still got fucking uh, Jane Fonda. She's still making movies. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know why. She just needs to die. Piece of shit. Jane Fonda? What was the last movie she put out? She put out a few. I mean, I she's not know. mainstream. She says, I'm still in a career. I'm still working. I'm here. And I was shocked by how unrepresented I was. Shields told Gail King in a preview of an interview with Oprah Daly. You're either in your 20s and sexy and fabulous or you're independence. Okay. That's how it's always been. 
you chose to participate in that culture. Mm-hmm. Now, if you want to change it, hey, good for you. You can't sit there and get mad when the demand is not there. I'm just saying. How many uh, older women are doing action scenes? Is <laughs> <laughs> she going to go play yeah, the Black true. Widow in the Marvel series? And it's not like she was a great actress anyway. I mean, I she, just she, was a, she was a model. Yeah. The 57-year-old actress said she is upset by her wanting status in the hyper-competitive entertainment industry. It's like from 40 on, we start living in our lives and we're not marketed to. Once you're over 40, you stop working. You're like put out to pasture. And I was incensed by that, Shields said. Go to Broadway. Go do plays. Go do theater. If, you're, if your passion is acting, then continue it. There are other places you can go to. Hollywood probably isn't one of them because she's right to an extent. She's right to an extent. Yeah. But at the same token, there are other places where you can still practice your craft that you claim to love. In June, the actress appeared on the Very Well Mind podcast where she said, we're, we've just become used to how we're spoken to about and we're told you hit a certain age and they just put you out in the pasture. Oh, your ovaries are no longer going to make the world continue, so we're just going to kind of lump you over there. I don't think that really has anything to do with it. Um. As far as your ability to reproduce. Sounds like somebody's having a hard time getting older. I think she's getting a little midlife crisis there. Yeah. Like, calm down. Calm down. You're getting old. Does she have a nose ring yet? Not yet. That's, that's what she needs to do. Dye your hair purple. Stop shaving your arms. Put a nose ring in. You'll be fine. They'll bring you right back into the folds. Yeah. Get a convertible. Yeah. The Blue Lagoon star went on to admit that she had never thought about this when she was in her 20s. But now uh, that she has passed 50, she feels like nobody is out there talking to me. You're just wanting to see fame again is all it is. The idea is that the only time you're really ever alive and vibrant, I think that we've just gotten used to it, Shields says. Uh, Wouldn't that just mean that, like, you create your own happiness? Why are you putting your happiness in other people's hands in regards to whether you work in the entertainment industry or not? Yeah. I mean, I get that we want to pursue our passions. Don't get me wrong, but there are other ways of going about it. You've got the money. Why not start your own thing that appeals directly to the demographic that you're representing? You can do it. You have the money. Why not do it? Uh, maybe a cocoons reboot. No, there. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> There's gonna be a lot of people that don't get that reference, but I get it. Uh, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know what cocoons is, go look up the movies about old people. Oh my god. <laughs> Come on. Oh my god. I just think it's just it's funny to me. Last year, Nicole Kidman Kidman called out ageism against women in the entertainment industry, saying actresses are often pushed aside once they start to reach their 40s. Because that's what people want to see in the movies. I'm sorry. I don't want to see a 60 or 80-year-old Bond girl. I just don't. Is it like that for men as well? I I don't know. I don't know. Is it like that for men? I mean, I don't pay attention. Nobody really fucking cares. I don't live in that world, but... They do. That's like, that's the path you chose. That's how it is. If you want to change it, hey, I'm on board with that. Good, change it. But if the need is not there, then you can't get mad. You can't get mad at people for not wanting to watch your movies. You just can't. It's stupid. It's like the people just don't want it. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm pretty sure Brooke Shields came out in this, like, action-packed thing starring Brooke Shields. I'm probably not going to watch it because I never thought she was a great actress to begin with. I just didn't. No. No. I, I don't know. Like, is it different for men as they get older? I think so. Yeah, because then you got the young up-and-comer, young hot dudes or whatever, they take over. I mean, honestly, I don't really care. Yeah, I don't fucking care either. Sounds like she's whining. I think it's just, well, actually, there are older actors that are men that are still acting, but they're like Anthony Hopkins, an amazing actor. Mm -hmm. Uh, People aren't going to like you, but Tom Hanks, an amazing actor, even though they're going to talk about all the fucking shit with him. Uh, You know, there's another actor that... Do you think Tom Hanks is... I don't know. I kind of feel like he plays 
Forrest Gump in every movie that he's been in. I would say Forrest Gump. I mean, he has his own That's way saying, of doing things. Yeah, I don't know. Al Pacino, another great actor. He's actually he was in House of Gucci. Was he? Yeah, he plays a really good role. Um, Jared Leto, he's like over fifty, I think. Is the he the lead singer of Thirty Seconds to Mars? He's up there. Really? He's an amazing actor, amazing singer. I don't know. Maybe it's different for women. Men, I mean, because I think, don't they say like men age gracefully? Well, that's not always the case. But I don't know. I don't know. Patrick Stewart. Yeah, another great point. Patrick Stewart, amazing actor. He rebooted Star Trek, although it was garbage. I couldn't even make it past the first season. Just couldn't. It was so bad. It was so fucking bad. Couldn't yeah. do it. Uh, Pacino was a great actor in the 80s. What are you kidding me? Pacino's an amazing actor. He's very versatile. Like, you know, he's actually done Shakespeare. Oh, great. He's actually done Shakespeare. Yeah. He has. Because I, I saw it. I was like, there's just no way. I was like, wow, this is pretty good. So Sam Elliott, before he went woke, that fuck, that's what a cop out from that guy. Really? Sam Elliott? He went woke. Really? Yep. When? I, oh. The, we're talking about the guy with the mustache, yep. right? Yep. He went woke. What Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Um, he tried going after that one that Benedict Cumberpatch talked about as far as the gay cowboy. And he basically trashed him. And then he apologized for it. And it's like, okay, bro, so you're a bitch is what you're saying. Because he was like, it was never like that in the cowboy days. Like, cowboys walking around shirtless with your chaps on. It's like, it's not, it's not how it was. They're just trying to gay it up. And then he backed down because he's you know, afraid of um, offending all the gay people. Because, you know, we got to have gay cowboys now. I mean, we gave you Brokeback Mountain. Do you want anything else? Jesus, like, oh, my God. Oh, God. I never watched it. I couldn't. I actually heard it was a really good movie. Sorry, I can't watch it. Not my thing. Not my thing. Hmm. Hmm. But yeah, Sam Elliott back down. And he's also said some other things. I was kind of like, God damn it, dude. What the fuck? How soon after that movie did uh I think Keith he also Ledger did some die. gun some stuff. He did some he talked about some gun things. It was Keith Ledger was in that, right? Yeah, Heath the Ledger. Guy, yeah. Heath Ledger. Yeah. He was in that one too. Yeah, Heath Ledger and the Gyllenhaal dude. Jake Gyllenhaal, I think. Both of them amazing actors, too. Like Heath Ledger was actually a really good actor. Like his his version of the Joker, I think, oh man, like I don't know. Between Heath Ledger and Joaquin Phoenix, which Joker's better? I think I like. I Heath tried Ledger's. to watch the uh, what was the the latest one? What was it called? It was Joker. Just, just Joker. Yeah, they're making a second one. Apparently. I didn't care for it. Why? I thought it just it was, seemed really depressing. That's the whole. Pro- yeah, yeah. That, no, that was their goal. It was supposed to be really dark. Yeah. Because remember when that released? Like there was a lot of people saying that that movie really fucked them up because it put them in a depressed state. Yeah, like the, just yeah. the whole thing. I'm like, mm. but I love that though because that is who the Joker is. Because is Heath it? Ledger's is more like violent, psychotic mastermind. This was the beginnings of the Joker and how the Joker came to be. Because in the new the reboot of New Fifty Two, the, the uh, when DC came out with the newest kind of Joker, they redid him. Because before he was, um, and they they they've depicted him in various different ways, like the can- the gangster type that Jack Nicholson was. He was like a gangster mafioso right. type. Yeah. Versus the newer version they're trying to produce is or promote is the psychotic. He's he's literally psychotic, but until he's a, a psychotic genius, and I love that version. The mm. mafioso that's been done. Let it die. This shit right here, dude. Because I think it resonates with a lot of people out there. Like, just example, like the Joker, when Joaquin Phoenix does the video, mm-hmm. and then um, Robert De Niro is the talk show host, and he's making fun of the video, then he brings him on. There's like, that's true today. Like, that happened. Like, Tosh.0 did a lot of stuff like that. Like, veteran, or uh, not veteran, uh, internet, whatever. I forget what. He'd bring on people from, like, these viral videos and get them a chance to, like, internet redemption or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. But he would make fun of them. 
And in the Joker, this dude pulls out a gun and blows his fucking head off. It's like, yeah, that's what happens. I mean, not I shouldn't say it was, but it's like I can see that happening. <laughs> well, could, well, maybe she shouldn't have made fun of him. I, I mean, but it's it's like it, it was believable. It was very believable, and I think that's why it resonated with a lot of people because they understood where he was coming from. I think there as are far some videos being, like that where people have been shot on live television. I know the crow. Yeah, Brandon Lee on the crow. He died on the set. No, I'm talking about actual live interviews. Oh, like news interviews. I know there's like one or two that float around where somebody's know. like actually killed on live television. Like when he gets oh no, I have yeah. no idea. Yeah, I have to look into that. I know there was the. Uh, oh God! It was well, it was on live TV. It was the assassination of uh, was it JFK shooter? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Dillinger mm-hmm. was assassinated live, but there was another one. There was another one where a dude's daughter, I believe, had been raped by this guy. Oh, yeah. And he was at the payphone. Yeah, like, yeah, he just shoots him. I don't know if it was like a snub nose, guns him down. Um, I think he got off for that, too. Did he? I think so. I don't remember. Rightfully um, so. Yeah, they're even saying in the chat, the famous one's the dude who shot his daughter's killer. That's the right, yeah. yeah. And uh, don't forget, Alec did kill a guy. Yeah. Alec, Alec killed Bald, a guy. Alec yeah. killed a guy. Yep. That is true. And it turns out that... Uh, Van Taylor enjoys a drink while getting a rim job. There you go. Actually, Al killed a girl. We got to change that. Al killed a girl. It, it's true. It just doesn't roll off the tongue. As it good. doesn't. You're right. So I think mm. maybe we do a T-shirt <laughs> that says Alec killed a guy. I think that'd be in such bad taste, though. Like I would love to do it for the Probably. podcast, but that's a bad yeah. taste. I think it was. Uh, yeah, it's just. Mm, I don't know. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're right. You're it's, right. It's funny though because he's a fucking murderer and he wants to come out there and talk about gun issues. His like Alec, you're probably not the person that should be talking about this. Yeah, you'd you think should that probably. Would- Sit down and shut up. <laughs> just just throwing that out there. Maybe you just you don't talk about this. One. Especially a guy who's got such rage issues. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, for sure. For I mean, sure. You've got massive rage issues. And then. Yeah. This is the same dude that like called his daughter a little pig and shit, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. Big time. But hey, don't forget this episode is brought to you by ShellshockCBD.com. And again, uh, don't forget to go sign up for the giveaway if you want a chance to win that $500. We're going to pick four families total. One of them is going to be a veteran family. There is a link to go sign up. I'll post this on my socials immediately after the podcast. Uh, Go check us out there and then check out ShellshockCBD.com. We appreciate your love over there. Got the energy packets right here. CBD, CBG, these are great for you, healthy. We've got the wellness gummies. We've got so much great product for you to go see for yourself and a lot of great sample packs. And then I believe it's tomorrow. We're dropping the 750 milligram CBD oil. We're cutting it in half. We're also cutting the price in half mm-hmm. uh, due to inflation, things such as that. So we can make it a little bit more affordable product for those that are really um, getting hit in the pocketbook for all this. So we can at least have the product out there for you to be able to afford at a better um, or lower price point. So we appreciate all your love and support there. Uh, and again, the episode is brought to you by shellshockcbd.com. And we'll be back live with you tomorrow covering more of today's news and topics of conversation with my heterosexual gay life partner. And uh, yeah, <clears throat> yeah, we should. somebody said in the chat that we should do a shirt that says this well, we'll never be on Fox News. <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah, exactly that, why we're never going to be on Fox News. That probably would be a good t-shirt. That's true. All right, guys and girls, whatever your pronouns are, I don't fucking care. Uh, make sure you give him a follow over at Sergeant Savage on Twitter, John Savage Burke on Instagram, and then John Burke Official on Instagram. Check us out there, and we really, really appreciate all your love and support. Also, check out allamericansavageshow.com for your own stickers, coffee mugs, merch to support the show. Love you. Love you. Appreciate you getting to Emma, man. Yeah, you guys have a great day. And as always, you stay Savage America.